As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> hey, fuckers. How you doing? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the Anti-Slut-Shaming Podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Welcome. You can follow us on social media at Philanthropy Gal. Sorry about last night. And Christina Hutch with two Y's. Didn't pick it. And that's how you can keep up to date with our touring schedules and anything else crazy we have going on in our lives. Uh, So this week's news story that we're going to cover... I actually found on Instagram, which normally not a reliable source in this case. I thought it was interesting. It's a little bit of a New York centric story. But hey, we live here and uh, that's our lives. So Unbound, um, which is a a personal uh, pleasure brand. We've actually advertised with them before. Uh, That is not we're not being paid to do this. I just thought it was a a worthy cause. So they posted on Instagram and and a couple fuckers uh, tagged us in it. And I went to look at it and I was like, oh, this isn't a meme about choking. Maybe I should actually take this seriously because that's what you people usually <laughs> tag me in. Um, uh, so it says, we need your help. Last week, Unbound submitted our first ad campaign to the MTA, which is the public transportation system in New York. And we were rejected. After emails and a phone call, the MTA confirmed that our ads were denied for being, quote, offensive sexual material. Um and so I was like looking at that and there it's basically like they're really cool animations of like women in bed not touching themselves but there's like vibrators and kind there's of feathers bushies and, and it looks like my room right now. Yeah, there's there's stuff out like this girl's ready to go to town and have a great uh, night with herself. And I was like, OK, I understand them not wanting like a picture with a dildo in it. But then I saw pictures of all the other things that had not been reduced. Rejected oh, for the MTA, including um, something about erectile dysfunction. Oh, good uh, stuff oh. for the Museum of Sex, which that those ads are all over because there's really big ads in the subways if you've never been in them. Um, and then there's literally one that just says in all caps, "Still a virgin for help call." And then it, there's a toll free number as That's if like for a movie, as if being a virgin is like an, a problem or something. Yeah, it is. Uh, it looks like it is for a movie. Yeah, because there's an, a rating on it, but it's just like a lot of stuff that is either sexual or sex related to men or bodies it's certainly like it doesn't make sense based on the other stuff that is allowed in the subway that you wouldn't allow especially because this is a a, it's a drawing it's not even a real woman it's artistic rendering of a woman's skanky fun bedroom yeah and it's like it's not even really skanky it's not i mean that's how i'm assuming the mta had to have thought right and unbalanced it's beautiful it's a beautiful it's a great drawing yeah and it says uh says we wanted to convey the idea that the pursuit of sex 
sexual well-being and is, is an act of self-love and to showcase the belief that women's sexuality is something worthy of more public visibility. So true. And they did so by commissioning the artwork that is featured. And you can follow them on Instagram at, at, at Unbound Babes and see this. Um, and so since the MTA won't take their ads, they're asking for the help of people. And this kind of stuff really stri- strikes a chord with us here because we went through a very similar thing with guys we fucked when we first uh, tried to get on iTunes. We had the same thing where there was other sexual content. There was other lewd, in quotes, con- content that was... Um, male driven and they just weren't getting the same kind of pushback that we were getting yep um and so take a look obviously don't just take our word from it as with everything go look for yourself see your thoughts on it if it's something that you would feel comfortable seeing especially compared to the other things that are already allowed in the subway um and then they said if you believe that this art and women's sexuality deserve equal access to public forums please consider screenshotting and sharing the artwork above with the hashtag uh um, and I just thought that was really interesting because, and then they updated. Meanwhile, an erectic, an erectile dysfunction company has bought out Grand Central Station. Oh, good! Because starting today, I was just gonna say, uh, you should also people at by a computer currently look up how much research and how many different kinds of boner pills there are, and how many studies go into boner pills. You'll find that there's a lot. There's only one female uh, version of Viagra that barely fucking worked. Because guys, we fucked as a female Viagra. But uh, the pill didn't really go anywhere. And then the one form of male birth control, half the fucking dudes dropped out of the study because they were moody. Yeah. And I'm just like, God damn. Yeah, so I just thought that was really interesting. And I love, you know, I love getting together and fighting Shit the talk. good fight yeah. for people trying to make a difference. So that's our news story for today. Uh, let's do some ads, guys. Hey. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace. The online therapy company lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time, even if you're on the toilet and it's 3 a.m. Can't imagine fitting another appointment into your life? (laughs) I know, right? Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commutes, no leaving the office, no judgments. No therapy should have judgments also. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com dot com and use code gwf to get 45 bucks off your first month and show your support for the show that's gwf and talkspace.com slash gwf christina when things get crazy yeah i wind up eating junk food and feeling gross oh that's why i love daily harvest oh we do <laughs> okay so yeah things do get crazy and more <laughs> but it, i do eat i don't eat like you know i'm not just eating like chips or something but like yeah i, I get it back up to harlem and i go fuck the only thing that's open is popeye's chicken and i gotta eat something and they do have shrimp sandwiches there so i guess some shrimp sandwiches uh and that's not good that's gonna make you feel lethargic when you're at the gym in the morning that's gonna make you do a squat and go "Uh uh-oh am i (laughs) gonna shart yeah am i gonna is poop coming out of my butt and that's hard (laughs) because sometimes you're it's sometimes i sweat first down my back and so it often feels like i'm pooping myself but it's really just sweat (laughs) and that's what daily harvest wants you to remember some it doesn't need to be poop it can just be sweat Daily Harvest delivers perfectly portioned cups of frozen organic fruits and vegetables right to my door, literally. (laughs) So I don't even have to think about making the healthy choice. It's just forced into me because I have no room left in my freezer for other things. So I'm like, I guess I'll eat this fucking fruit. Um, It's really good. That's actually my thought process. But you know what? If you trap yourself into healthy eating, that's also a way to do it. Might as well be delicious. (laughs) Each cup stays fresh in your freezer and can... can, and can be prepared in just one step 
which is dumping it in a blender, okay? All you have to do is add water and your favorite milk to the cup and blend or heat. Then you have an amazing meal or snack filled with delicious whole ingredients in just 30 seconds. I do like this. Uh, I'm a big, I like to have like dessert after everything. And uh, it's great because you can have dessert made of fruit. There had this yeah. one that was like a mint chocolate one that was so fucking good that I just want a million of the, of the mint chocolate chip ones. A lot of good flavors. Yes. It's the perfect thing to have on hand for those days when you don't have time to cook. But Daily Harvest is becoming my first choice at any time of the day. Uh, cool. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code GWF to get three items free in your first box. Again, that's promo code GWF for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. Come see us live. Oh my God. New York City, Nacho Bitches, May edition is uh, Friday, May 25th at New York Comedy Club. Tickets are $12 with code Nacho. That'll be co-hosted by Rosebud Baker and myself. We have a great lineup. Very excited to present it to you and then los angeles los angeles california i'm coming back to you uh even though you call me fat uh Aww. just as a city you know it's really the, just a gay man on melrose that i'm holding a grudge oh that against. one guy that i bought just the 400 one, fucking just oh, one guy so um and it's fine i'll make sure i'll i'll hold a grudge for the rest of my life and make sure that i, I you know make his life a living hell that's the way to do it it's, he's unhappy with himself he it's is. his own thing um so los angeles uh Blair Saki and I are bringing Nacho Bitches for the first time ever to Los Angeles. We are going to be in the belly room at the Comedy Store uh, on Sunday, May 27th. Yes, it's a Sunday, but it's Memorial Day weekend, bitches, so you don't got work on Monday. Cheers, cheers. Uh, tickets for that will also be $12. The show is at 8 p.m. We're going to have a sick-ass fucking line up, so stay tuned. Oh. Hey, if you're in New York City on Saturday, June 2nd, Wendy Starling and I are co-hosting our monthly show, Glamour Puss, at 7.30 p.m., which is a zinc bar, as always, 82 West 3rd Street. Tickets are 15 bucks. Links for tickets is in the description of this podcast. Salt Lake City. We have two shows on June 8th and two shows on June 9th at Wise Guys. Come on down. Minneapolis, Minnesota, June 14th through the 16th. We're going to be at the House of Comedy. Uh, that's in the Mall of America. So you're going to go to sorryaboutlastnightcomedy.com slash tours for all those dates. Please make sure to buy tickets like in advance because comedy clubs are like, wow, we thought no one was oh, coming. Really were, we really like, didn't have faith in you. And like sometimes if you don't sell tickets out, a lot of times, times you guys are buying tickets that week which is great and we super appreciate it but like if the tickets don't go sometimes they like want to cancel I know. so we wanted them to not do that because we want to make sure we do all the shows and then if you are bored and you're done listening to episodes of guys we fucked make sure to tune into my podcast with rosebud baker called two less lonely girls it is an unironic uh podcast about justin bieber and also celebrity as a whole it's 30 minutes or less and it really is a, i think some people thought i was joking that it's about justin bieber like no, he's a bouncing off point for other topics, but it really is about him. It's streaming on Spotify and iTunes. It's free. Support for today's show comes from the Netflix original film, Abiza, starring Gillian Jacobs, Vanessa Bear, and Phoebe Robinson. Everything's better when you do it with your besties. And a trip to Abiza is no exception. When Harper's two best friends tag along on her work trip to Spain, they find themselves in a wild adventures searching the electronic dance scene in Abiza for a hot DJ played by Richard Madden. And goddamn, 
He's hot. Yum, yum. I've never seen a DJ that makes me want to fuck him, but that guy, I'm like, I'd fuck that DJ, and I <laughs> I didn't think it was possible. And despite some major mishaps, the women end up having the trip of a lifetime. It's super funny, female-driven comedy. It's the girl's trip of the summer. It touches upon themes that all women can relate to, like uh, how to balance a growing, uh, how to balance a growing career with personal life. Ugh. For fucking telling me travel falling in love and relationships with best friends plus in addition to some amazing scenery the film offers a look at a few of the insane clubs in ibiza and features a sound a fun soundtrack by a top top edm artists plural because it got multiple because fuck y'all it's ibiza on netflix um i fucking love this movie it's really fucking fun vanessa bear is one of my favorite comedic actresses in the world her fucking physical comedy in this movie is amazing. It does not disappoint. If you are not a, friend, a fan of hers already, you fucking have to watch this film. She's one of my favorite comedians. Uh, so this Memorial Day weekend, get ready to experience three best friends tripping in Ibiza. Don't miss Ibiza. Available May 25th, only on Netflix. All right. Oh, and nice. now, welcome a new sponsor. Oh, this is the best one we've ever had I in mean, our life. This, I would have I to say, is an actual ad. honor. This is I an honor. I can't believe they both want to spot, they both want to work with us. This is an honor. There's two very special men who, who heard about Guys We Fucked and they said, we need in on this. The first one is named Ben, the second, Jerry. Jerry. Holy shit. And boy, did they come for me in my breakup. I feel like I won some kind of an award, honestly. I don't, there's copy here and I'm going to read it. But, but like, oh, you guys. Number one, if you're not familiar with Ben and Jerry's. Don't fudge brownie Sunday. Where the fuck Ugh. do you live? And number two, if you're eating any other uh, form of ice cream and you're not like poverty stricken. Get your life together. You need to, you need to go back to our other sponsor talk space and get some help <laughs> because you're making bad choices. I'm just going to go out and say it. You're making bad choices. If you look, if you look in a freezer and Ben and Jerry's is an option and you pick anything other than Ben and Jerry's, you're stupid. Yep. And that's again, not copy coming from them. No, it's coming from our hearts. We're probably going to get an email about that. I, I choose the big gay ice cream because they sell in New York City. Great. They're no. awesome too, but Ben oh and Jerry's. Oh my God. Ben and Jerry's a I, classic. I've classic. never had a flavor that I did not like. Same. New York Super Fudge Chunk was my go-to. Even the dairy free is good. My favorite is actually, this is a curveball, And this is my, I'm going to give props to brand. my old room, college roommate, Bo Me. <laughs> she no that's racist it is um she she introduced me to oatmeal cookie oh i would imagine that would be really good and it is a fantastic fantastic flavor okay summer is fast approaching copy which means that we'll all be searching for ways to stay cool (laughs) perfect timing because ben and jerry's has a new line of frozen novelties called pint slices wait what the fuck Uh, i'm so excited to learn about these now stay in the loop it's like oh you knew about that uh for months oh my god what what, please they don't sell it at my cvs ben and jerry's don't insult me okay (laughs) everyone knows ben and jerry's for their delicious ice cream and wide range of iconic flavors with huge chunks 
and swirls surrounded by Ben and Jerry's legendary ice cream and enrobed, which I love when they use that in food descriptions. Beautiful word. In a chocolate coating, pint slices, and I've had them, of course I have, uh, are everything you love about your favorite pint of Ben and Jerry's sliced. I'm going to tell now share a story about the first time I had a pint slice. <laughs> um, uh, so James and I, we had gone out on a romantic date. We like to eat Indian food a lot. It's very spicy. If you're not following up Indian food with ice cream, again, you you're doing? living life incorrectly. So we did walk several blocks in the rain. I got to a bodega. I looked in that freezer, the one that you look down in mm-hmm. that they always, and then sometimes there's some declares and shit. There's some bleak options in yeah, there. Usually there's are. some push pops that some- haven't been touched in decades Ugh, flintstone shit but like a like a glimmering <laughs> ray of sunshine in my bleak bleak life i saw a pint slice and i like the word slice because it reminds me of pizza and i like the word pint because it reminds me of beer and i said <laughs> let's get into this let's give me this pizza beer and you know what cream. i like it because it's like if you're getting a pint of ben and jerry's what you have what do you, you can't walk the streets even i wouldn't walk the streets with a full you're having a breakdown if you're walking the streets but a pint, but a pint slice, you can, you eat it in the wrapper, you know, like it's some kind of a fast food burger or something and still feel like, well, you know what? I have my Ben and Jerry's, but I also have my pride today. Okay? Yeah. And you don't need no spoon. That's amazing. You don't. I'm going to get one after this recording. Available in seven iconic flavors, including oh. the Tonight Dough, oh. Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough, Cherry Garcia, and Americone Dream. Love oh, American I love Americone Dream. Dream. It's so very good. good. It's a good breakup ice cream. One slice gives you all of Ben and Jerry's, plus the convenient handheld format <laughs> makes being a huge piece of shit written. less shittier that was not the copy but i i, I went off the off okay, the rails I with that. Go. whatever whether you're poolside or cruising along the coast no spoon no problem it's fantastic the see ben and jerry's is at the door right now they couldn't even stop they heard us it's ben and jerry's any way you slice it find out where to buy or get them delivered at benjerry.com again that's ben jerry dot com i'm actually really glad i got that because that was my weed okay oh perfect christina just got a weed delivery no uh oh you just i did you said it already on the recording yeah i did i did (laughs) hey Who's fab fit and fun? I thought literally your weed box looks like a fab fit fun <laughs> box. And I was like, wow, what great timing. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, fab fit fun is a seasonal subscription box for women to treat themselves and discover new products. I fucking love this. I discovered, oh my God. And they give you a lot of time. They'll give you, um, they'll give you these products that I never would have thought to buy. Cause I always go into Sephora and I'm so fucking overwhelmed with everything. And I'm like, which of these creams will make me pretty. And FabFitFun just lets me discover new brands of shit. And I've purchased, I've like made a lot of the products that I've received part of my everyday like routine. Oh, so good. FabFitFun delivers a full box, a box of full size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products four times a, g- a year for $49.99 a box. FabFitFun is a fantastic value. There are no sample sizes and many products individual value is more than the cost of the entire box. Total retail value of the summer box is over $320. I got to do math now. Uh, well, there's a bunch of other numbers. Just, just, just take my word for it. A FabFitFun membership includes more than the box. Member-only add-on sales for up to 70% off a variety of products. Because then when you go buy the shit, you're like, oh, you can get a discount shit. FabFitFun TV, oh, I'm just learning about this, offers at-home workout 
cooking and DIY videos. Cool. The Fat But Fun Summer Box is now on pre-sale. Boxes starting start shipping May 23rd. Supply is limited and these boxes always sell the fuck out, bitches. Go to Fat But Fun fabfitfun.com to get your summer box use promo code gwf to get 10 bucks off your first box that's over 200 bucks for only 39.99 go to fabfitfun and use our code gwf to get 10 bucks off your first pop it fun box i, I love, love saying that i love it. it should i think their slogan i want to rewrite it for them it should be stop fighting being a basic bitch just do yeah. it yeah just and it. indulge yeah just it's so thought that bomb yeah it's like it's like you open the box and you're like i hate myself a little bit more but goddamn, my skin is moisturized yeah and my lips look great. it's really good really oh, good oh man so what's going what's going That's on it. in your life <laughs> more like what's going in my pussy um well you did mention several times throughout recordings today that you need to get plan b shout out to all the hoes of murray hill because i have been to three pharmacies and they are all sold out of plan B. Oh, yeah. This is the neighborhood to not have it. God damn it. I yeah. go Upper East Side. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I got to get it because he said he he like pr- maybe pre Preges babies are no joke. I have a really? friend who has two Preges babies. <laughs> Hi, Brian. <laughs> are their names pre-cum one, pre-cum two? Um, uh. <laughs> like Stephanie and Sarah. Um, I don't want to shout the kids out, but I do know their names. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, your girl is, okay, I have discovered appreciation in sexting. Not only sexting. Mm -hmm. I lost my virginity. I lost my sexting virginity Mm -hmm. this past weekend. I lost my phone sexting virginity. Mm -hmm. Who would have thought that was going to be fun? Very Miranda on Sex in the City of you. I'm running for governor of New York, everybody. (laughs) And I lost my naked photo. Virginity. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You're a little behind, but welcome to the I club. know. I'm a late <laughs> You're bloomer. You're Hey, but I did not see the point in any of this shit. Yeah. At you all. thought I was lying to you? No, I just, I knew that you saw the beauty in it, but I was like, maybe one day I'll see the light. Maybe it's just not for me. Right. And then you, you meet somebody who's a fucking freak and, uh, you just, I've never been so excited to send a po- photo. Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. I got a fuck buddy. It was very fun. And uh, and it's nice. Now, when you say freaky, what do you mean? I mean, for me, like, um, like you did, I was like, you were pretty freaky before. I guess so. But like a lot of th- it just feels less freaky. I think when it's with a long term boyfriend, I guess so. But this started like I've pissed on someone. I'm like, yeah, but yeah, well, but we're Boo. dating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, this is not dating at all. This is just the freak. Right. And I've never gotten to know somebody. I've never gotten to know somebody very well their dirty side and not really know much about their life. It's kind of fun. Oh and we yeah. Ta- I mean, that's we talk- your thirties in a nutshell. I- and Hey, happy to be here. Yeah. Um, it's great. I was in my apartment one day he had uh, come over and then he left. And then I was at in my, this apartment by myself. And I, uh, I started crying of joy because <laughs> I <laughs> seriously, I, it's great. I am not so happy. Yeah. 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 I am so happy i am already experiencing the joy that i was desperately hoping i would find before i took the plunge mm-hmm. and wow and it, in I'm, your case the plunge was leaving because most people the plunge is getting married <laughs> oh yeah the plunge was not marriage pl- at all the plunge was not getting married um yeah and i and i but it was kind of this crazy moment of like 
When I first moved into this apartment when I was 22 years old, I had $10 to my name. Mm-hmm. For the remaining five years after that, I had $10 to my name. Right. But I have been through... I have had so many experiences in this apartment and I've been, I lived with these girls, Jesse and Julie, who I fucking love. Great. And then Steven yeah. and Jackie moved in and then Jackie moved out. It was just Steven and I. And now it's just me. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around and I'm like, very cinematic. I'm so, so cinematic. I'm so fucking happy and proud of myself and doing like, I just, wow. I worked fucking hard and this is, uh, and I'm looking at that hard work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like in a room surrounded by things I love and in a room where I've had so many like re-record the podcast here. I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, I a lot really, of cool people have been in this living room. Amazing people have been in this living room. I fucked amazing people in this house. Amazing people have fucked in this house. I'm just so proud of this place. <laughs> I really love it. It means a lot to me. Yeah, um, I know. There's like an attachment. Like when I first moved into my apartment in Harlem, like sometimes I'll just like, even if I'm not going on my terrace, I'll just look at my terrace and I'm like, that's really cool. I earned that. Yeah. Every before and I when go I down, jump off it, man, <laughs> it's going to be meaningful because I pay the rent. <laughs> you damn right. You do <laughs> all by myself. I pay my own damn bills. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. I when I walk da- sometimes when I walk downstairs to my bedroom, first of all, like the fact that I have fucking stairs in an apartment, I think is so cool. Mm-hmm. And I just I look around and I'm like, damn, I bought those curtains. And I bought that fucking rug. It is nice. Shoes on my feet. I bought them. Yeah. Couch we're sitting on. Things really are more meaningful when you you buy them yourself. Yeah. And I'm so happy because I I just, I'm no longer letting the fear of making a decision that might be terrible weigh me down. And I'm seeing all the ways in which I was on edge Mm. over, um, not, it, it was the relationship that I had with Steven, but it was also just... I it's like deep deep down I knew what I had to do but I was too much of a fucking pussy to do it and mm-hmm. I it, and too much of a pussy to even realize like oh you need to face this Christina and actually not shove it down and like deal with it and, and like a big kid and it's been amazing um and so but um yeah some the person uh spent the night last night um so he, what did you there was this a decision that you made ahead of time for him to stay over he suggested it oh and i was like okay i'm ready to take it to that level okay. and then i didn't sleep all night what, why you're afraid you were fart oh oh that's why i, I was sleep. he oh god damn this is a whitney cummings joke coming to life he left the apartment and just i was buzzing around the living oh, room you I, le- I, I thought he closed the door and farted in the hallway and i was like <laughs> jesus christ it echoes <laughs> i farted for like five straight minutes yeah and i was like oh my god it's been so long since like i held in farts for boys wow and it's like oh what a moment it was nice so he how did he suggest staying over like did he make it weird we were sec no no it was oh, okay it, it wasn't weird at all okay. and, it, and it, it was like a thing where um can i or they're just fumigating my apartment tonight no, so no. <laughs> well because i we're very like open with each other because i feel like if you could be honest with each other in a kinky way like in filthy way like like dressing up and using props and if you can if that's your sex life with the person yeah you can pretty much say whatever the fuck you feel like you know without hurting people's well, feelings that's but you why can be I like perverts well, you know i love perverts yeah and i get it now and um, i love people who are outwardly perverts though. yeah yeah i mean i didn't i didn't think he was no but. no i don't know he's not i was like i like like full-on like look like you like a car salesman but it's this, right 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 it's the same <laughs> you know but uh on the it, inside yeah yeah 
I don't know. It's it's great because I've learned all of these tools to communicate with casual sex partners from this fucking podcast. Right. It's and annoying I've, how much you've learned. And I've been using Me them. Me too. And it's been amazing. Right. We're like, wow, it's this been, is... We deserve Amazing. these listeners because this is goddamn good advice. It's great advice. I and use I, my own advice all the time. I've been using my own advice a lot it's and like quite good. And we've had conversations and I'm not like, oh, if I say this, is he going to think that? Fuck that. I'm just going to say what I feel. And right. then he, we're adults. Like it's fine. Yeah. And it's been, it's, it's, it's just, it's nice to have, um, to, it's just, it's so interesting to learn about somebody just purely sexually and then have little tidbits about their life that you kind of pick up as you hang out, which is cool too. But like. It's nice, and I don't only fun facts like a, it's like a no. snapple cap. No, I want all the I don't. No, I but want I mean all the like tough shit. Uh, no, that's a fun fact though. I'm oh, like I don't see. like you're not like you don't know don't like talk uh, to me about boring shit. Yeah, like or it's just like oh I have a meeting tomorrow and I'm nervous. Like you know, oh. I don't need to know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Um, <laughs> and and oh yeah, and this is the other thing. I um, I'm happy. I'm so happy. Uh, and it's definitely not, it's not because of him. It's not because of our sexual, it's like in spite of that, I'm just happy. Well, that's good. Yeah. And Cause I, you don't want to go from one person to oh, another yeah. person. Like it's and like I'm a so re- stones like, in a river. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I usually, I guess cause the last time I was single I was t- fucking 23. So I was like, yeah. what is this? What is this? Right. I don't just live in it. Just be in it and whatever. You know what I mean? And then if something pops up and feelings pop, you tell each other, we already had the discussion. It was just, it's just. You already had a discussion about feelings? Yeah, just like, hey, like if you start seeing somebody, like it's, you know, I don't know. We just had a very uh, quick, logical, nice conversation about that stuff. And it was Mm -hmm. just great. And it makes me enjoy the sex even more because I'm like, you're cool as shit, dude. Yeah. And I'm just like fucking hanging out we went to vicky's drag show and like it was just the best not like, him me and you yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah yeah me and you. i just want to I, i'm looking story. at corinne and then i'm realizing you can't see that i like to fill in some things that's good yeah fill in those oh yeah really congratulations to vicky deville. vicky deville she won the entire fucking drag wars at this bar called pieces uh in new york city where they do a weekly uh show called drag wars that you'll learn more about because we're gonna have the host on uh but that's exciting i just love it it's just like i'm so proud of my friend for like breaking boundaries and just like I mean time and time again I'm reminded of like the amazing people that I've surrounded myself with and like I love watching them grow and like these are all things that they're doing like on their own like she's single and she's just not even worried about it. she's just like focusing on her career and she's fucking every time I see her she's better and better it's so fucking awesome to watch yep she's I oh, get congrats. so excited go to pieces what do they have the drag I mean we'll talk to the host next week but. yeah I don't know when the next season because like she just won the season and she's gonna be on the Maybelline panel for pride it's just like great it's not it's not only like you're winning but you're also like doing something bre- boundary breaking like in the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. it's just wonderful all around it's amazing I love it Drag shows are fucking amazing. So, so good. Um, so I just like uh, I'm in the thinking part of my breakup, which, you know, if you guys That's listen to the good. podcast, you know, I just I do. I spend a lot of time thinking yep. <laughs> a lot of long thoughts on my eight foot couch that I didn't think about that because it didn't fit in the apartment. We had to take it apart. But then I thought a lot of times on the couch. Yeah. Um, Worth it. And so it's interesting because like there's a, you know, like when you're dating someone, there's always like people that you have like on the back burner that you're like that are ready to go like I knew exactly like who I was gonna make a move for after same and it's so interesting because uh I'm just like more logical about stuff now and I gotta say 
I love Mother's Day um, because I learn so much on Mother's Day every year because I can tell by how people celebrate their mothers if they're a fucking like psycho that I cannot have in my life with men, not with women. I mean, sometimes women, you can be like, oh, you have issues. Um, but uh yeah, and I was kind of already It is on a the man f- thing, though, because I have mommy issues, and I don't think I... Yeah, I was already on the fence about this person, and then he, like, posted a picture uh, with his mom where it was too... Just not the... They were spatially... It wasn't right, I will say. <laughs> um, and the caption was not... No. Like, I want to feel like if there's a fire in our home, you're not going to definitely get your mom first. <laughs> You know, I wanted there. I want there to be a hope it's that a big you, ask that you might try to rescue me first, or at least like maybe tie a rope and to us both and pull us out <laughs> together. Well, we can hold on to just one don't another. Kick me in the face as you drag your mom to safety. Right. I would just like to not like you know like I don't want you no combing your mom's. Ma. I don't want you combing ash out of your mom's hair <laughs> on the street as I'm being asphyxiated by fumes um, out the window um you know a high floor that's all i ask i'm not i don't feel like i'm high maintenance well you've had experiences with men who are close to their mom in a way that is eerie and competitive yeah, cause it's and because like i dated asshole. a half mexican person oh it's is like, that a, like thing? a latin men and their moms like oh really I, I can't like i've crossed off so many types of people and yes racially jews are off the list um and i am oh, a jew so they're just yeah. not allowed anymore <laughs> Um, there's some you know, a gray. I am looking for an an atheist orphan, which was my dream <laughs> growing up. So if you're out there, sir, um, really wait. I'm you know I'm not waiting for you, but like if you I'm ring, right here, if you ring my bell, I will answer. Um, but <laughs> just wait a minute because I got to put Alfred in the bedroom because he'll bark at you. Um, <laughs> and so I spent a lot of time thinking of that, and more so just like the amount of time you know because that was like the real thing like I just needed I needed to make sure that like th- my life is being lived for me and I'm making my own dreams come true and so I tweeted this tweet that said I don't like to do math except when I periodically add up all the time I've spent helping men I've dated achieve their dreams and then subtract the number of hours they've spent helping me and crazy crazily enough end up with the original sum that's a great tweet. Thank Very you. Very well thought out. I've been thinking about, not the tweet, but just like this kind of sentiment. And I was like, how can I put this in 140 characters or whatever? You really and, um, it. and it really struck a chord with people. Got over a thousand likes, a t- hundreds of like read tweets, and a lot of real cunty responses. Really? All from men who I just. Really? Mute. 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 Oh, that mute, mute button mute will set up. you mute free. I muted so mute many. I muted so many people who it's had great. cool father in their profile and six followers. And I said, a mute to you. This is not, you're not part <laughs> of this conversation. You, Wait, what did uh, they say? A mute, mute, mute. It's just like, you know, people like blaming me like, well, you're, we're all not like that. And like, you're making the wrong oh decisions. Oh my God, that's not what you're saying. And you're like, you know what? No, I, but it's like, and it's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying all men are like that. But if you have to right. respond, all men aren't like that. Then you're but definitely you're, like but that. But that tweet is you're about. definitely like that, that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. They're calling themselves out. It's yes. like making your job way easier. But yes. also your tweet is about your experiences. And it's it's more, not about you. This is more was like a this is more of like a warning tweet to other women. This is not about it's not trashing men. No. That's not what it was about at all. It was no. about like, oh my God, this is this is something that I've realized. All the narcissist taking shit personally. Yeah. And it's also like, if you're such a great dad, like you shouldn't be tw- re- t- like replying on Twitter. Yeah, like you go should be, give your kid a PB and J. You should be dadding. Or a 
green beans. So I thought about that, and then I had a couple drinks last night, and I wrote a little <laughs> freeform poetry. You know, it was a long week. I was listening to a lot of Alanis Morissette. My fingers were going on social media. I, I got to re-listen to Jagged Little Pill. Oh, uh, I couldn't be re- stopped. Oh. Couldn't be stopped. And well, it's coming to Broadway soon too. So shut the fuck up. Well, yeah, Alanis has been working on the play. It's opening in Jagged Cam- Little Pill. Yeah, it's been opening. It's opening in Cambridge in a couple months, t- or, or like in a month. Uh, m- it's a couple weeks actually. Uh, Tommy's going to it. Shout out. What's up? And uh, yeah, probably. And you know, it's like they're working it out in Cambridge to probably come she, to. She's going to be in it, or she's um, writing and producing. No, she's working on. It. I don't know. I don't think she's in it. Wow. Um, she's too busy, you know, feeding uh, toddlers from her boobies or whatever, and hanging out with that white rapper she married. Um, she, she married a white rapper. She did. So weird lie. path. Hi, so hey, lie. that's what happens when. You know, Uncle she Charlie likes. She spends you. a lot of times like rolling around on crystals and stuff. Uh, yeah, she's, a stri- she's a she's a she's a she's a special lady, and I, I just started. Th- I've, I've been spending so much time thinking about like women and achieving, and like the time we're in and progress, and why women aren't achieving more. And I think so often, like the focus is that we are not being lifted up uh, or we're not being given opportunities. And like, while I can see that is true. I, I don't, it's not like women aren't achieving things because we're not capable. Everyone knows we're capable. I think the real problem is that we don't achieve things because we get sidetracked helping men. And I truly think, and obviously this I is like straight women only, but I really, I, I spent so much time thinking about this. Um, and, uh, it's like you get in a relationship with a man, you, we love them, we see them struggling, and the nurturer inside us, and even I have it with my cold, cold heart, uh, <laughs> and you, and then you look at the struggle that is a straight man, and and it's not even your guys' fault. A lot of times it's because you're fucking coddled from the teat from your mom, <laughs> and then your mom- and then you post a picture of it later. Your mom takes, removes your lips from her teat, and then another girl puts- her teat right back out and is like, please get on this teat. Men, when guys, I'm getting so old, just when suck men on the teat. Suck on, when a grown man is sucking on your nipple, yeah. it does make you wonder, are you thinking of your mom? It's a lot. It's strange. <laughs> and a lot. It's just a lot. I was thinking that last It's a lot going on. And, 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 and so the nurture inside of women, we're so capable. And we look at this mess of a man not knowing how to function. And we go, well, I know how to do what you want to do. So let me just help you. And then we help them. But it's like, I have to constantly remind myself, like, my boyfriend is not my son. I am not responsible for his, for protecting him or for his success. I absolutely always support my uh, significant others. But it's not like I do. Don't coddle. But I don't need to. I don't need to give them the tools to succeed. That is not your role as a significant other. And I think so often, like, I feel like it is. Took and, um, me a while to learn that one. Yeah. And, um, and it, I'm not, it's not about not supporting. Yes, support. But you, you can't support someone to the level that you sacrifice your own dreams and your own success. And if you accidentally get into a situation where you put so much effort into the dreams of another that you could have achieved that dream yourself, you've done you've done too much. And if you do happen to be a large part of helping someone in your life, a oh man, uh, achieve something, you are you. I feel like you're you're not wrong to ask for credit. And I think that's a mistake a lot of people do. Like that, you know, behind every successful man is a strong woman it's like yeah those women should have been asking for credit they should be they should half their name should be on things they should be a co-producer a co-owner a co-creator and I feel like so often like we just women end up being like someone who stands silently in a pretty dress shedding always a tear, afraid to ask for credit shedding a tear and hoping he remembers to thank you by name in his acceptance speech and like that's who we are we're the we're the supportive woman in the dress behind we're the woman in the that, that the camera cuts to where we shed a tear I'm like I'm so happy I couldn't have done it 
without the support uh, of my wife but it's like he couldn't have done that without you and like we need to stop being like okay with like a fucking thank you or a pat on the back get some money bitches she corinne just threw her phone <laughs> perfectly behind her shoulder i was a little buzzed when i wrote that but it was just as beautiful as i remember no it. i i mean i think you <laughs> i think you've touched on a lot of very important points and that's something we've been talking about for a while yeah and, I, and actually my best friend melissa and i were hanging out two days ago yeah and she said when you were telling me about the conversation you had with corinne about how who in our lives what woman is at least even mm-hmm. in the relationship mm-hmm. at least they're both getting the same amount out of it mm-hmm. not one she couldn't think of anyone either nope yeah it's a real and, and, it, and it's like problem. and i know i do know uh i do know there's like two men that i know that uh <laughs> that's it there's two i know a lot of men <laughs> two of them though yeah i see them doing the same thing and i'm like put but put your Put that effort Support uh, You support your partner It feels good to be A loving supportive partner Fuck yeah But they need to Fucking figure it out For themselves And if they don't have That drive within them Mm -hmm. You will always Forever until the day You fucking die together If that's how long you last You will always be that for them And that is not That is such a fucking Disservice to yourself Yeah I say I I know two women Two men that do that For their partners Their female partners Right And and they are upset about it Manic pixie dream girls Every woman I know (laughs) Yeah yeah no it's just like it's just a real it's not about trashy men it's not about like leaving someone high and dry it's just about really like taking a moment to reflect and be like you know because it's like we talk so much like you know there's romance but like we've talked about this many times like it's a business relationship also that you're having with your partner and I kind of like that you're deciding to have someone be a part of your life your daily life like that's a big and if you have a baby if you have a, a big thing yeah and you have to work to well together as that. Yeah. You have to both be lifting each other up. And if you're both not lifting each other up, have a conversation about that. But then really, really, really pay attention. Yeah. And there can be moments. It's like, you know, Chris Rock says in his special, like sometimes you got to play tambourine. Hell yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, that's so a you, great bit. You don't have to be equal at all points. Sometimes when, when one person's low, the other person can lift that person up and you can switch roles. Absolutely. 100%. But if you're always, if you're consistently the one carrying the extra weight, I got to say, not, no you got to gotta bounce. You gotta bounce. Our guest today uh, actually has a. Oh wait, is that we're done? Oh no. Oh, I think no. I think we're done. Yeah, we're done, right? Okay, cool. That's what I thought. Um, uh, I loved this conversation. Uh, th- this has mm. uh, this man has a, a relationship that I'm like, fuck, dude. I was so I'm just very impressed by him and how to talk hearing about how far he's come in life and what he used to be and what he is now and it's a real story in getting your shit together. Yeah, this is a it was a fucking beautiful conversation. This is he is one of the funniest stand-up comedians on the fucking planet, okay? If you are ever in the in the area that he is in, he's at the Comedy Cellar a lot. Uh, you have to see him. He's an actor. He's the host of the podcast. You know what, dude? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Robert Kelly. What I love to do, I don't care what they say. I pick up a guitar and express love all I play. These people in the room are ready too hard to impress. But I should be looking at them like a closer all undressed. But don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect, I'm calming down. It's easier to express myself while looking at the ground. Don't need another infraction, I just brought my insurance down. Don't need another distraction, already blasting the music loud. And they wanna be you, but they're not. And they wanna be Hey, we're you, here with Robert Kelly. And they yes. wanna be I'm so excited to interview you. Very nice. I'm excited to be here. You're one of the funniest people I've ever seen on the planet. Oh my god! And um, 
Is that real? You're, yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. You're like the, one of the few comics. Like you, Lynn Coplitz. There's a couple comics that I just like belly laugh so hard that I'm right. aching afterwards. Oh, that's so nice. Um, so you just got in a fight with your wife. <laughs> you guys okay? Yeah, I really love you. What's up with the twat? Um, <laughs> no, me and my wife. Here's the funny thing, though. We fight like the honeymooners. I would, you know what I'm saying? Racist. Okay. <laughs> yes, racist. <laughs> With that accent, that oh, makes that's sense. That's why we moved to Westchester so we could fight the way we were meant to fight. Yeah, not in a bubble. Yeah, we wasn't working out in Hell's Kitchen. Um, <laughs> Too progressive. We, yeah, we had a first floor apartment. People, we couldn't keep the windows, windows open. No, we we fight. Look, she gets me. Um, she's very low key, passive aggressive. I'm very aggressive. Mm. Um, so we kind of does her passive aggressiveness make you angry? It's the most infuriating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Passive, the word, they don't understand, because here's why. Because passive-aggressive people don't understand that the word aggressive is still in there. Yeah. You're being aggressive. In a cunty way. You're just a snob, cunt about it. You know what I mean? And of course, I couldn't say that to my wife. Oh, well, of course, yeah. Yeah, During therapy in the last 10 years, I've learned a lot of things you can't say to your spouse. And they are? (laughs) Yeah. I can do what you can do. You can't do what I can do. Oh. Yeah, I would not think that would be okay to say to a spouse. Well, I mean, well, as a comic, though, as yeah. doing what we do. Look, I could go to esthetician school. This is, I said it to her a long time ago. And become an esthetician in a year. Uh-huh. A fucking year. I could go, take the class, pop zits, <laughs> learn about creams. You have to have like a gentle touch, though. I worked at a spa for five years. It's, there's more that goes into it. I'm not Listen, an esthetician. But, but... I, could, I could learn a gentle touch. You can. You, you can. I don't take more than a year. I, don't know I have. First of all, look at these little soft fingers. They look very soft. You do I will have very say. petite hands. I have ver- well, I didn't say that. <laughs> now, see, it's so funny because me, I can tell right now that there's. I think there's five people in the world. I just think there's five people. Five types and, of people, and that's it. And then I, I don't care what skin color. There's a me in Japan. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah, I guess there there's, is. There's a you in the. Depths of Africa. There's somebody. Ooh. If you took out the the the, the language, the, the the skin, and you just heard them talking, you'd be the like, personality. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's Bob Kelly. He's just a <laughs> Japanese dude. Because me and you are agreeing, and yeah. she's my wife right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You do it. Listen, I understand that that's wrong, but you can't say those things because it's unfair. Yeah, because she worked her butt off probably to be. Is she an esthetician? Is that she was? She's, she was she's actually. Oh, well, she quit when then. we had the kid. She was like, I don't. I'm. I want to stay at home. I yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. I just had yeah. to figure out what I had to do to make more money. Because it was that either that or paying for childcare, right? I, I I'm look at we. I would have done that if she wanted to work, mm-hmm. but it's it's a wash. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a millionaire, unless you make, unless you're fucking sick money. That New York City money. Yeah, you get that and nanny, that 24-hour nanny. But, but if you look, I go to the parks in New York with my kid, and they're just on their phones. They are. And it's, no it, one's paying attention. It's a weird, it's really weird. It's When the parents are there, it's great. But when the when it's just the nanny, they're just on their phones. And the kid, I literally saw a kid hanging off a fucking jungle gym. <laughs> this little beautiful, gorgeous How hot was the kid? Uh, yeah, the kid sounded <laughs> real hot. I was talking about the kid. Uh, <laughs> This little toe head about to fall <laughs> off of this thing, and the nanny was just on her phone oh, laughing no. and giggling. 
Yeah. One in seven nannies look up from their phone, but that's about it. You I see a lot of that. nannies yeah. pushing strollers into intersections <laughs> when the light was just about to turn. Well, they're just kind of strangers. Like I barely trust those people with my dog. Yeah, it's not when you were, when you have to. So you support your whole family then. I support my whole family. Do you ever resent that? Not at one. Oh, really? I am That's so great. proud that I, uh, I'm able to do that. You know, because uh, my wife really just like I want to be a stay at home mom. That's all I want to do. I was like, cool. I have to figure out now how to pick up the slack. Yeah, and then some. Yeah. She wanted a house too. Like we both wanted to get out of the city mm-hmm. and a backyard. We want because. You f- when you live in the city for 16 years, you forget where you came from. Yeah. You forget that you went to a super stop and shop and mm-hmm. how easy Wide that aisles is. and well, yes. fields of grass. Like, you don't have to go to this place for meat and that place for vegetables and this <laughs> place for fruit and that place for cereal. Yeah, because you have like an eight acre grocery store in your suburban yeah. town. Yeah. You don't have to like look for a spot for five hours at night. <laughs> you just pull into your driveway and leave your keys in the car. What? What? Yeah. That's fucking weird. Oh, it's really in yeah. Westchester. They leave uh, their keys in the car. I do. Well, now yeah. everyone knows that. Yeah. So. You gotta- I'll take it. It's a lease. <laughs> I get oh, a you get I'll a new car. Fuck. Take it all. I wow. Got, we got two cars. Uh, so you guys are like a team. Like truly. Well, I th- look, we're a business. Yeah. When you're married and yeah. it's like, I, I, I had to tell her one time. I was like, look, you're me and you are the CEOs of this business. You're part of my business. Yeah. Like, I know that you don't go on the road with me. I know, you know, you know, and it kind of it kind of is against what I've said to her 10 years ago when you can't do what I do, you know, because she I wouldn't be able to do what I do if, unless she did if, what she did. If me and her didn't fucking meld at right. some point where something happens because she all the shit that I hate doing, she's she picked up that. Slack. Wow. I'm not good with fucking details. I'm not good with fucking Hotel shit. I'm not good with that stuff. She's, Hotels? Yeah, like a big part of your. I get in there and I don't know where I'm going. No, like I don't know how to fucking like book a hotel. Oh, okay. I don't know how to like the airfare shit. I fuck. I would fuck oh, really? that shit up all the all yeah. the time. Oh, so she kind of helps you schedule like when she's you're on like, tour. Yeah, she's like precise with all that shit. She wow. likes it. So I I luck the fuck out. Yeah. With, well, you both seem like you yeah. really compliment each other. Well, she, no, she actually. Lo- I mean, she, if she lost. <laughs> she, she, Every woman is losing. We had this discussion. Yeah. It's, Do you know any yeah. woman who didn't lose? Truly. Um, yeah, I know people who. Okay, absolutely. that's good. Yeah, my mom didn't lose on the third husband. <laughs> I'm not saying third the, time's a charm. Hey, I'm not saying the first guy. But <laughs> I think I know a couple friends of mine. I, I mean, listen, all the people that I know, uh, the the couples are good people and strong people. I don't think oh, so. Oh, nice. Know? Yeah, I think that, you know, even like, uh, you know, I have a friend of mine, Jack Vaughn, who's mm-hmm. in the business, but it, his wife is an editor and they're fucking great. We, we vacation together oh, in Belgium. Wow. And they were fucking just great people. Like, How old are you? I'm 47. Okay, maybe that's what it is because we don't know anybody. Well, yeah, of course you're not. Who's, How old who's are you? even? 30. Look in your look, my thirties. Everyone's shit. <laughs> we're all shit because we're not ready to commit to taking care of somebody else. You gotta understand that is what it is. You're I right. know I committed and then I just didn't get anything back. Yeah, but <laughs> then but, that, but you're not in. You, you didn't find my wife committed to me right. when I, in our twenties. I know I need a wife in your twenties. Right. In my twenties, and I did issue. not commit to her. 
It just oh. wasn't meant to happen at that oh, time. Oh, so she tried to get with you? Like We to, were together. We've known each other for over 25 years. Oh, wow. We, How'd you we mean? Used, we used to wait tables together. Oh. And that oh. was in the prime when I first started. I was in love with stand-up comedy mm-hmm. for a long time. Was my first wife. Yeah. My first relationship. Nothing. Family, women, friends. Everything else was below that. Mm-hmm. I'll go anywhere, do anything to make to make this happen. Mm-hmm. So it took a long time to say, hey, I think I might want a life other than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's good though that you waited until you wanted that. Yes. Right? So so you you carried on and you didn't have the I guess did you break up with her? Is that what happened? Oh, I fucking dumped her like a hot potato. Oh. <laughs> I remember I met an 18-year-old, this what? girl way out of my league. Like, out of my... My wife is oh, in my man. league. You know what I mean? That's okay. good. Make sure to tell her that every day. Yeah, well... She, Just remember, she's, you're in my league. She's... She, well, well, I think you marry your league. You don't... Oh, you don't really, really? Yeah, you don't... I mean, you don't really marry a, out of your shit. This I girl, guess that would be an uneven marriage. That just won't well, work. Well, like, like this girl that I met, she was f- like, you know, an 11. You know what okay. I mean? But this is what I was shredded i had a six pack and hair and i was oh, at shit. i was at my 11 okay right. it wasn't there you know what i mean yep. like there's good looking people then there's tom brady and giselle yeah uh-huh. it's a different thing oh, sure like, this girl came into my life younger than me date she used to date a guy who owned a corvette dealership oh you know? oh dealership damn yeah he That's was way better than just yeah one we corvette. thought she just had one corvette <laughs> no he owned the court the deal he was like the motherfucking guy how old were you when she was 18 uh i had to be like 23 or something okay four That's, yeah but i was doing comedy uh i still i was kind of the shit in you know what i mean <laughs> yeah in that little realm of it mm-hmm. like me dane and, and and patrice and burr were mm. kind of the motherfucking young guys in boston and you know, where I could say, hey, come down and do a show and, you know, what's up? Thank you. Good night. Wow. Yeah. All that shit and walk I, up. Hey, did you have a good time? Oh, my God. You know, uh, To be a male comedian. Yeah. Uh, I would but, love to get just dick but, thrown at me after a show. Uh, just, you could, dick, just hot guys coming up to us wanting to fuck. So great. But in like a fun way. Yeah. Not in like a, ugh, you're yeah, gross. But, Laugh at all my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to be. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but it wasn't because I was a guy that people laughed at my jokes. No, that's ridiculous. Oh no, that's ridiculous. You were funny. No, no, no. Yeah, it was because I was but funny. But people threw their pussy at you. No, you laugh pussy. a little extra. No, yeah, they will. Not at my. As sh- a girl. <laughs> First of all, you're out of your mind. Not no, at my I'm shit. Not. My shit because my shit. We're was, not saying your shit's not my, funny. No, but. no, no. I'm saying that my shit girls didn't like. Hot girls have never really liked me. <laughs> I'm serious. When I used to do shows with Dane Cook, you'd look out in the crowd, and because of what I talk about, yeah. It wasn't silly shit. Yeah. I was always talking about some Your acts are very different. I was just talking about some fucked up shit or some angry thing or whatever that the girl that liked me wasn't that hot. Was a tough chick? I just, yeah, I never got, it was just a pretty much de- like a regular person type thing. Like I never, like, I remember doing tours with Dane and you'd see the hot chicks when I was on stage just on their phones. Like fucking, oh. you know, like they want, they don't give a fuck. Even now. <laughs> Even now, I had a chick the other night, Saturday no. night, Connecticut, sold out show, murdering for an hour, and the a smoking hot chick Ugh. in the front row, literally talking, like, and I was like, hot I, chicks I, do that at every just, show, just yeah. disconnects from what I was like. I can't. Whatever he's saying, it's not shiny enough. 
mm. uh, something happened. And I was like, what, what, what the fuck happened? She's like, I, I need gum. No. I was like, what? what? No way. She needed gum because she quit smoking. Was she texting someone for it? She was talking to the guy across from her. She was postmate trying to the show. Trying to postmating Nicorette to your show. It was a mother. Like I, that's a move that a hot girl would do, though. Yeah, because hot girls get what they want, man. They really. I mean, there's a different hot people. I don't like good-looking people. Like top of the shelf, good-looking people have always bugged me. Even when I was at my best, I was never that. And these people. Is that why it bugged you? No. No, it's just there's something their attitude towards people is a little off. It's weird. It's weird because they get what they want and people treat them better for would, something they didn't earn. Yeah, it it would, depends if they're always hot. They're weird. If they were not cute as kids or if they went if through they were, some kind of trauma, yes. then they then they end up OK. No, if they were overweight and then they got hot. They're so nice. They're, yes, they're, because they have that ability to uh, be insecure. And they're, yes. They're humble. Yeah. They humility. Know what humility. Is. Yes. And they and they're kind of grateful too. Those are the two things in life I found that are amazing: humility and being grateful will help you in any fucked up situation you're in. Yeah. Any bad relation, anything happens to you that sucks. If you can find humility and and be grateful for something, it kind of take it's a like almost like a drug will take you mm. out of it. And they don't have that. They don't. <laughs> Like, You're right, because there's no depth, and you sense it a little, you know. It's, it's it's I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's like I'm like gum, <laughs> like gum. She goes, I'm, I quit smoking too. I go, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I quit smoking too. I quit drugs. I'm not fucking interrupting. You know what I mean? And yeah. Then she's like, well, I mean, she, after oh, even saying she's that, being a twat. she didn't even go. No, she wasn't being a twat. If she was a twat, I'd be like, you're a twat. She was just disconnected. Oh, she like truly was just trying to well, get she gum. Went, she went, I, we went through this whole thing and then she goes, I just need gum. Like she still needed. She was being earnest. Fuck everybody, I need my gum. So I had the whole room. I go, everybody who has gum, please throw it <laughs> right now. It, I wish I got it on video. It was the, one of the most Did magic. They? The whole room. I've never seen so much gum thrown. <laughs> That's at, great. And it all That's landed beautiful. like at, at her. <laughs> so it, it didn't hit her where I would have probably maybe felt a little bad. I didn't want to soft. It's I gum. That's I, hilarious. Yeah, but just a piece in the eye would have fi- <laughs> been, been nice. sued. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. right. It all just fell right at her. And she, she looked just a fucking twat. Looked and went, <laughs> this piece. And she <laughs> just took a piece of gum. Because she, she got what she needed, ultimately. Because she got what like she wanted. Like a hot person. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, she maybe She got what she wanted. She, and that's the difference between hot people. Life. They confuse wanting and needing. Yes. That's one of the but, things. Anyway. But you did, well, you did that for her, so you're mad about it, but you made it happen because yeah. if she if she was unattractive, she was ugly, would you have stopped the show? Like, why did it bother you that she if was she texting? Was, if she was unattractive, she wouldn't have done it. Well, no. yeah, I agree. I think you're right. On a, I look it. I don't make a peep when I go to the theater right. or a live event. I agree. Yep. I don't. When I go see somebody art. play jazz, or I, I don't fucking make a peep. But she was texting. That's silent. No, she was talking. Oh, she was guy. doing both. She, okay. Yeah, she was. She was. She just couldn't not deal with yeah. what she wanted. Right. I I get what I want when I want it. I want gum. I need gum. Yeah, I know. I know. This is. I, I mean, mean, this is oh, happens we, to our, on our shows Corinne a lot. Corinne and I yell at young. Specifically <laughs> we have a lot of hot girls. Young yeah. hot chicks yeah. come to our shows. <laughs> a, is a, is a big chunk of the audience. Yeah. 
And a lot of times, honestly, 70% of the time they're fucking great. But like the 30% is what gets me and what fucking infuriates me. It's the entitlement and the talking to your friend and being like, that's crazy, right? Like, shut the fuck up. Every every question we ask is is hypothetical. It's it's a weird fucking, it's a weird thing for me that it's always that girl. It's It's never, and I mean this, it's never been... A chubby person that I've had a problem with at a show. Never. Yeah, because they know they're they're lucky to be there. Well, chubby people are lucky <laughs> to be alive. You're right about that. I feel grateful today. I found that you got up, you, you made here, it here. I made it here without having a fucking heart attack. <laughs> so you're absolutely right. Chubby people, but you know, but going back to like what you said about men being lucky, I mean. It is, you understand, comedy for me, I was just talking to somebody about this. Comedy for me was how, thank God, because I got sober, went to AA meetings for five years. Damn. Literally the same ones for five years. Like, with, they were all with intros. No, I had a, you understand, I, I had to unlearn how I met girls. Like really? I, because when I got when I before I, I was when I was drinking and going to jail and as a teenager right. jail I, I I knew I met girls how I met girls I was kind of I had you think you're a bad boy kind of guy yeah like I I wasn't a I was I wasn't a bad boy I was like if you if, if you the outsiders I wasn't Pony Boy I was probably Johnny okay like I, I'd probably get burned in a fire and die at some point <laughs> yeah. but people would be like you know do it He's for cool. Bobby yeah <laughs> yeah yeah right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't the guy. I wasn't Dylan. I wasn't, you know, soda pop. <laughs> right. But I was definitely cool. And you had a. Uh, you, I'm sure you've always had a great sense of humor. You were all probably I always funny. I had to because back when I was in juvie, you either fought or you were funny. Mm. So I learned how to be funny. I mean, I fought, but I, I got beat up, or I, I just didn't. What like, landed I, you in juvie? Uh, Fighting. No, unarmed robbery, unarmed. Oh God! Assault and battery, malicious drive. How do you rob people. somebody without a weapon? Yeah, what, why would you, you do an unarmed you robbery? Really, you give them a just, mean look. Well, you threaten their lives. Um, you can go in and my oh, friend. Oh, so you say you have a weapon or something? No, Put a candy f- bar under your shirt. I saw that in a movie. <laughs> I just thought that you, took, you actually pantomimed it. Yeah. Too, I love the, I don't know if you had to know how to do an unarmed robbery, Bob. <laughs> was a pantomime. <laughs> I, uh, um, we, the, the two guys there, my friend, I was actually trying to pick up the girl. <laughs> she was a uh, Julie, Italian girl, really big nose. She- oh, I love big. I just love <laughs> a big nose. It's. The sexiest thing in the world. To Were me. you so mad when that girl from the da- the pet- what the fuck movie is it? She got her nose cut off. Flash like dance. A- yeah. No. Or um, the other one. The other one. Dirty dancing. Dirty dancing. Oh, ridiculous. Oh, it ridiculous. ruined her career. I loved her nose. It was a big beautiful. Jennifer nose. Gray, right? Yeah. Ruined yeah, your career. Yeah. There's nothing hotter than me than a big huh. nose. I rarely hear that, and oh. it's nice to hear. I, I like. Well, it. you. I hear. I like a big nose on men. It's uh, you don't hear it a lot that people like it on women. I. I, I, this, I don't know what it is. There's something about it. Really gets it. you going. It's just dick hard. Well, this girl, Julie, Italian girl, big nose, loved her. Never talked to me in, in history class. Right. Uh, back then, history. Before we, we knew real history. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what history is like now for kids. Just slavery. We just, yeah, just Google we it. We never even learned that. We just learned. About- you didn't learn about slavery? Not really. We had like we a did. day. Oh, no, but I'm older day? than you. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I went to school in you the could, 80s. They're like, man. slavery happened. And then. Yeah, we didn't. I don't remember any of that <laughs> shit. Like, we didn't really talk about that. Whoa. We didn't, you know, like, we, it was like 
you know, like Catholic people, can't we just forget and move on? Oh, <laughs> like yeah, my, yeah. Like my mother. Can't you just, why do you got to keep bringing up the past? Um, <laughs> but a school system. That's literally the point of history. <laughs> yeah. It's to bring up the past. <laughs> so, uh, but I remember I was holding her. I was trying to get a date with her. I was all fucked up. And I'm trying to, and Frankie, my friend who had beat up the manager the week before. <laughs> the most Italian story of, of the store. So I'm, he beat up, so beat up the, the, the cook, not the manager. Why? Uh, I don't even saw him. felt like it. Had went, it coming. They went to school together. It was an, <laughs> okay. It, it was a lot of tough. That is some Italian shit, man. They, they were just tough guys. And he beat, so he threatened me. He goes, I'm going to fucking beat you up again if you don't let us take the money. So. <laughs> Frankie comes out fucked up trying to take the money out. Couldn't open the register. I'm talking to her. I'm like, it's going to be all right. Relax. I'd love to take you out. <laughs> you know I mean? And I, I go, hang on one second. I went and I pushed the button, took the money. We ran. Wound up being a mob owned pizza place. No. Well, upstairs was a pizza place. Downstairs was an Italian restaurant that only certain people could go to. Ooh. A, club, a members only club. Right. So we, so the cop. Shit. I was going to get fucking arrested and killed. Uh, at th- I think it was thirteen. You were thirteen. So, yeah, thirteen. What a so, suave fucking thirteen year old man. <laughs> eh, it was a little fucked up. So, <laughs> I mean, it's fucked up. But uh, so back. I mean, look, I had a lot of shit like that happen. So when I got sober, I had to clean. Like I wiped all that out. I Holy went to a shit. rehab with no women. Not only no women or girls, no fraternization. You couldn't talk to girls for a year and three months. And is that part of the reason why you went to this particular rehab? I had a choice to either go to um, to a uh, co-ed for six months or go to this place for uh, twelve. It was thirteen or fourteen months, uh, all boys. And I asked the guy. I said, "What do you think I should do?" He goes, "Knowing you, you need to go to the." Did you just like hump? Did you like hump women on the street? What? It's a weird thing because I hung out with a lot of violent guys that uh-huh. that that did shit to women. Oh, like what? They would hit them and scream at them and fight. And I would Rape? always no, oh. no, uh, no, 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 no. Just the fun stuff. Just the fun. But stuff. But I would okay. always, I would always walk the girl home. You know what I mean? Oh, after she got hit. Yeah, I, mean, huh. I was always like, like a concierge. Well, I felt I, I just didn't. It felt like shit. Like I didn't yeah. understand it, and I was abused as a kid. Oh, so. Oh, and you wanted to help? I know, you wanted to be kind to her? Yeah, but it was weird because I would always fall in love with them. As you walked them home after they got hit? Yeah, because... They, like, what a they, weird time to it fall. Was, well, because it was an older girl. Mm. It was like an older girl, uh, maybe a little older than me, but with, a, you know, beautiful, whatever, anybody would fall in love with. But with that, you know, m- the guy, you know, the muscle fucking tough guy in the, the park we hung out at. And then I'd be walking her home and they would just really bond. Like we'd talk and hug oh. and, we'd, and we'd, you know, and cry sometimes. Like I remember once wow. I used to cry and I used, I used, used to fucking think that, you know, wow, you know. And then next time I saw her, she was back with him and oh. hey, and she wouldn't even talk to me. And they were like and making like out. The well, because she'd probably get shared. hit if she talked to you again. True. Well, hopefully. I mean, True. you don't, you don't, fucking, you don't <laughs> Wait, talk to other guys. What happened? Who, who beat you up as a kid? Uh, my parent? second stepdad. Oh. Very terrible drunk? person. Was he drunk? No, not a, just a piece of a shit. A sober piece of shit. Well, wow. he came from that. You understand, back in the day, hitting a kid is not really. Right. Correct. Yeah. My and dad got the shit kicked out of him by his uh, mom. Yeah. It was a thing, you know? So yeah. it was. Uh, but he did it too much. He was. He punched me, abused me. Ooh. For, re- for when you didn't for even real. do anything? No, like, yeah, I'd be late and he'd fucking throw me down a flight oh. of stairs. Type Jesus. Shit. Did uh, he do that to your mom? He, did, he hit my mom a couple times. But I was uh, from kindergarten. To fifth grade or sixth grade. 
It was. Holy so, shit. Yeah, fifth grade. So it was a little it was a little hard for me. When did you realize that was fucked up? Did you always know? When I was in fifth grade and I fucking went out I went after him with a hatchet. What? Yeah. That yeah. I mean, yeah. if I saw somebody abusing <laughs> me and abusing my mother, I'd fucking It went on for five years. And like I just, when you show up to school though back in the day like if you have bruises and stuff like did anyone say anything I, ha- I remember or? I went in with a black eye and I was in Catholic school they actually kicked me out of Catholic school because was, you got beat up yeah I went in I remember sister Mary took me in the hallway I was crying I didn't have my dumb tie you know my row got an X because I didn't have a tie what all that shit right and yeah. uh, so I'll never put my kid in fucking Catholic school um and yeah, I remember uh, I said that he, nothing ever happened. Well, Catholic my, school itself was kind of abusive. Like my mom went to Catholic school and she was getting hit with rulers. Yeah, I got hit at uh, Catholic school a little bit. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was like just hell. changing at that time. Like we were learning how to think what we were, you know what I mean? We were just learning about shit like that. And mm. So it was changing. And my mom finally divorced this piece of shit. Oh, how, when, how old were you when she divorced? I was I was in fifth grade. It's going into sixth grade. Oh, wow. Okay. So we were with them for five years. And my sister got the brunt of it because I was a fuck. I, psychologically tough. I, but it split me and my sister. Oh. So we, we were surviving on our own because if he was mean to her, he was nice to me. If he was nice, mean to me, he'd be nice to her. Mm. So we kind of divided the family. And she was a little weaker than me. Um, emotionally? Know, yeah, emotionally. Yeah. So I felt, I felt bad for her with that shit. Is she okay now? It's all right. Do you ever talk about it? We talk about it once in a while. We've talked about it, but we don't really, you know, now we, we don't talk about it as much. Yeah, because that was, I mean, it's not the situation now. So it's like yeah. you guys can be there for each other. Yeah, it was a weird, it was fucked up. But that's what threw me down that path. But then come to 15 where I was like, fuck everybody. I'm going to do this. And then around 16 and a half, I remember walking up to a girl and just being like, uh, you know, God doesn't have to be, God can be whatever you want it to be. Um, you know, because I was in AA. Oh, so it's like it can be a light bulb, and they're like, huh? (laughs) Shut up, Robert. Yeah, I remember talking to this girl. I really like you using the the AA lines as a pickup thing. (laughs) I didn't know that was my life for a a year and a half was going to meetings, talking about this shit, and recovering from this fucked up thing. Oh, so your year in non coed in male only was this young. You were 16. Right. Okay. So I had to, I Uh. remember I met this guy, Mark Caesar. He was going to Berkeley, long hair. Uh I was at a meeting. I remember some guy was like, uh, go to a meeting far away from your house that you have to get a ride, but don't get a ride back. So you'll meet somebody. Oh, good advice. So I go first, I went to a young people's meeting. And I remember uh, I was so nervous. And this guy walked in. I was like, hey, can you give me a ride? No. I was like, fuck. I'm fu-. I asked like two other dudes, no. I was like, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm, I'm going to kill myself because I'm going to walk home <laughs> in the woods. You know, it was way out in the middle of nowhere. I'm, gonna, oh. I'm just going to kill myself because there's no, why go on with life? All of a sudden, this dude comes in, looks like the lead singer of fucking Warrant. <laughs> ah, fucking bouncing. And I go, Berkeley hey, motherfucker. I go, hey, can you give me a ride? And he goes, looks me up and down. He goes, fuck yeah. Oh. After the meeting, went over to the piano and just started playing piano. <laughs> and these girls just went, all these girls in the meeting went around him. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Whoa. And we hung out till two in the morning at a Bickford's with these girls. And, and I, that's when I realized you didn't have to be some weird iron worker to be sober you you could actually be a cool dude yeah. and not drink and not use drugs and you didn't have to be some fucking You could still be charming without that. 
Yeah, just he had actually, to learn piano. Well, I tried. Or comedy. <laughs> I was you like, did. I'm sure you did. You always try musician before comedian. Always. I feel. I tried. It was guitar. Oh, good. That I was could. a good instrument, my, though. My yeah. hands, like she said, before, it's hard. A little too small. Yeah. <laughs> I have little shitty guy hands. But um, yeah, no, I I had to learn how to meet girls. Like I had to learn how to. Uh, like talk to women again. How did you? What? What <laughs> was your? What did your skill set develop into when you were in your twenties? I had to go to AA. I went to AA dances. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> what is that like? <laughs> it's, Everyone's just distant from it's each in other. A, usually in a church basement. No, it's a fucking bunch of dirtballs. Oh, fun. Who were just months ago fucking wasted dr- drunks and drug addicts. Now they're in a church basement, clean, wow. drinking coffee all night. Oh. <laughs> And then you just go in the fucking car and just start fucking each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess, hey, one vice replaces another. Yeah, you fucking wait till Stairway to Heaven plays. And then yeah. Fucking, as soon as you're done, you want to go. And you, oh, my God. Yeah, I wound, up, I wound up meeting a lot of girls at AA meetings. Um, oh, man, I remember this one girl. I met. <laughs> Who? I forget her name. God, if I could. I, it's so weird. I just remembered her for the first time in probably 20 years right now. Whoa. Um, what did she look like? Like an Indian princess. Oh. I remember she was, oh my God. I remember we would, uh, I met her at a dance, I think. And she was so beautiful. And we would fuck after meetings. In a car? <laughs> no, on the, like the church Good theater. Good you. Like the, the, the That's you know. That's dirty, the, yeah. The, uh, the little the pews and shit? Not, the, not in the church. Oh. But the church, the church, all churches have like a little basement with a theater, like a oh. stage. I don't go to, I never went to church. I don't know. Well, they have a, like they have like a, like you know, for plays, like a whatever. black box theater downstairs. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, like I know what you like mean. Yeah. yeah, a place so, for you to fuck her. <laughs> well, I would. We we would go to these meetings and then we would just fuck. What'd you say to her when you went up to her? Do you remember? She was actually the aggressor. Nice. She was actually very. Uh, I had sex my first time at ten. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. How, okay. You, Wait. What? How do you even on. know what to do? I didn't even know how do you what know to, what to do. F- how do you know where had, to stick your dick when you're 10? Dickie and Scott in the bushes telling me. <laughs> oh, how old were they? 10, 11. <laughs> how they know? I don't know. They had brothers. I don't know. Uh-oh. Yeah, I remember this girl, Ta- Tawny. She was a- uh, Was she ha- 10? She was a mulatto girl. Moved into the neighborhood. What's that? Uh, uh, mulatto. Oh, is half that half white, half black? Oh, 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 biracial. Okay, okay. Yeah, biracial, whatever you say. Now. I was like, I don't know if we're using yeah, mulatto like, anymore. Yeah, but is it? You can't say mulatto. I, don't, I, I don't doubt know. it. I would doubt it. Yeah, I know what you meant, but I doubt it. Yeah, mulatto. What are you gonna do? <laughs> fucking deal with it. I hope you get a lot of fucking comments. Uh, I'm sure we will. It's My name's Chris DeStefano. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so was she ten? No, she was fifteen. Holy she shit! She was older than me. And she wound up being my girlfriend, but I didn't know she was fucking everybody. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, my God. A 15-year-old and a 10-year-old. That's, oh. that's... I mean, what yeah. is... What happened to her? Yeah. Did something happened to her? Maybe I not. Know. Maybe you were a very uh, mature-looking 10-year-old. No, I don't know what happened. I really liked her. She was my girlfriend. I remember I carved our names in a tree. And then you um, stuck your dick in her. Of course well, you liked her. She was 15. That's a huge score for a 10-year-old. so pretty. And, but we wound up fucking in the bushes... And I didn't know what I was doing. And of course. She, she kept telling me I put my, I remember this, I had a Dunlop windbreaker at the time. <laughs> this is when windbreakers first came out, the little kangaroo ones. Oh, yeah. And uh, my mom just got this for me. And I remember she was like, don't put that down underneath us. I was like, why? She's like, I'm a spitter. I'm like, she goes, don't put that down. I go, I don't know what the, fu- I'm too nervous. Just lie down. Like, I don't know what, I was so fucked up. 
um, like you I didn't were, know. Were you drunk? No, oh, I, I was just, just like I didn't, I didn't know what I was. I you were a ten year old having sex. Yes. So yeah. So <laughs> I remember <laughs> she's like, "All right," and then she, she I came in her. Oh and my god! I remember. Uh, she I didn't just, even know ten year olds could come. Ten year olds could jerk off. Oh, I mean, was either. that the first time you ever came? No, no, oh. no. I was trying to be funny, but uh, you guys like, what? Because <laughs> that'd be crazy. The first time you ever came, it was in a girl. No, oh my the first. God. So, anyways, I remember she 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 spit all the cum back out on my jacket. <laughs> Did she squirt as well? And no, she she just I I think she said she just pushed. She said she was a spitter. I guess she She literally meant she spits it out with her pussy. Yeah, she spit out the cum with her pussy and it went all over my jacket and I remember I had to throw it out. And my mom I got in trouble because my mom was like, Where's the fucking jacket I just bought you? I was like, Well, if you want the truth, it's got my load all over it from from Tawny. But uh yeah, it was weird. I remember Damn. that. But then I found out she fucked my best friend Dickie in front of the rectory where my grandmother worked. And the rector. Wow, that's a lot of low blows. And the, so the priests live. You know what oh I mean? That's what the priests. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. So much information. It was like a YMCA. It was a. It was a lot. Look at. It, it was a lot of fucking. St- I should not. You've seen have, some shit. I should not. Like that's why I have a kid now. I truly hope that he does not get exposed to sex. When I got exposed to sex, I don't think he. That's will. the youngest sex story I've ever heard. What? How old were you when you first got aroused or first jerked off? I think it was first grade. I I sucked on titties for the first time. You Who's? sucked on titties in the first grade? They don't yeah. have titties then. Uh, well, do they? this girl this took one me girl to the did. bushes. Was Tawny back or no? It was. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Back it's, in the only other Tawny I know is Tawny Katane, and so that's just like the best. That's the best name. <laughs> it my, is a great name. I love that. It's exactly who it <laughs> I might would name be. my kid that actually. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, again, I didn't, I shouldn't have been in this situation. Yeah. But because of this, you know, I, I just, I was just, this girl, older girl got a hold of me and <laughs> took out. That happened to you a lot. It was a weird thing, man. I got, took out her titties. And I need to see photos of you would at you, like 10. Were you? Smoking hot. <laughs> <laughs> you would have fucked Hottest 10 year old I've ever seen. Now, Damn. were you. Excited about this? I was not. I cried. Were, did you feel a little? I take, felt, Did you I, feel taken advantage of? I was. Yeah. That's kind of what happened. Yeah, no, I was. I, I, look, I wasn't taken advantage of because look, I. Did I mean, it. It was, she was a kid too, but also, yes. I she was a kid too. I think that kids. I really believe this, especially in my generation. We were we were out there touching and feeling and and doing things. And nobody was talking to us. Nobody was saying anything about our private parts, our yeah. feelings, our emotions. Uh, you know, uh, is is a, a penis or a vagina? Do you like? You know, what was it? Nobody sat down and said, "Hey, um, you know, it's okay to like." I look. I remember I fucking me and my friend used to jerk each other off. Yeah, that's, I thought I was gay. Yeah, until I went to rehab, and. The guy was like, what's the thing that you never talk about? And I said, Whoa. that. And he goes, okay, hang on one second. He goes, bring uh, Josh, Mike, and Joe up. And these three kids came up. He goes, do you ever jerk your friend off? Yep. Do you ever jerk your friend off? Yep. Do you ever jerk your friend off? Yep. He goes, everybody's done that, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, be original. I have, I have <laughs> yeah. heard that story a lot. But now, it, if you ate each other's asses out, that would have been a fun that one. That would have been That would have been fucking a different really hot. story. A nice one. I've never, like, fingered a girlfriend, though. I, me and this girl... <laughs> 
Kate, <laughs> Catherine, I, I forgot about this until just this minute. Yeah. We used to touch each other's butts. Yeah. When I was, I was seven. Well, I would do stuff and like that. And I initiated that. it. And then yeah. my best friend at the time who lived across the street with me, we'd play husband and wife when we were like six, Oh, seven. yeah, that was where things got down. And he would touch down. me. I would make him touch my non-existent tits. Right. Yeah. Because I, I did but, that. And no one, I mean, that's young though. No one fucking talked to us about that then. Yeah, it's like, like nobody said, hey man, you might, you don't show somebody your privates if you don't want to. If you have that situation, you can come back and talk to me. Yeah. Um, And I can talk to you. I mean, nobody. How old's your kid? My kid's five. Five. So do you teach him the proper names for the organs? Yeah, pussy, dick, <laughs> fucking ball sack. That's called the fucking clit knocker. Taint. Does he know what a rusty trombone is? Yeah, I fucking eat that ass. Well, uh, <laughs> Poor kid. That's good. No. Um, uh, my, oh, nephew's, yeah. my nephew's three, and his, his fucking preschool started teaching him muffin for vagina yeah. and pickle for penis. Yeah. And he starts talking to my mother like, you have a muffin. And my mom's like, I, I can go to the store and get some. And they didn't tell my brother, hey, we're teaching your kids about private parts. Because yeah. I'm like, fucking tell it. Tell him it's penis and vagina. I did. Yeah, we That's taught weird. him. We taught him about that. We taught him about private parts. My, I mean, my kid, it's so weird. I don't, you know, we don't yell. Uh, we try not to yell. Like even at each other. That's like, probably we gonna were, do we him were, a lot of good because that shit is scarring. Yeah, we, we he came out the other day. Me and my wife were kind of little argument. The tone changed, and he walked out. He's like, "Guys, guys, don't talk to each other like that." Aww. And we were like, "Okay, thanks, Max." <laughs> so it's like we set what an this, angel. Yeah, like I, I, it makes me happy. I mean, look, he's he does fucked up shit here and there, but he's a kid. Like, right? We don't yell at him. We don't, and I know that sexually, wherever the fuck he like. I let my kid paint his toenails. He wants to paint his toenails. Yeah. I let like, but I remember we were on Aruba and the guy was like, what's that? I'm like, it's my kid wanting to paint his, what are you? It's so a I, fucking kid. I painted my fucking toenails. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Aww. See, I love that. Cause I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't expect that from you. That's great. Yeah. So, you know, he wanted to, he, he wanted a Mohawk and he wanted it to be red. I'm like, uh, my uh, wife, we're like, okay, man. That's your, if you want a red mohawk, that's your hair. You yeah. Do what you want. And he's going to be his own person when he grows up, thanks to you guys. Right. And, but there, look, there, it's hard because there's rules that you do have to follow when you go into these school situations or certain situations you can't. So you have, so you have to, to acclimate him to following you have rules. To, there's a, there's yeah. a certain line you have to reach because you can't, number one, you'll get hurt. Okay. You can't just go fucking do what you want. Number two, you're going to have to be in these situations in life, work, school, where there are boundaries and people are, are telling you what to do and you have to listen to them. You can't just do whatever the fuck you want whenever you... I think it's very positive to be able to go, okay, I will do it. Yeah, and show you know a little I mean? power and restraint. Yeah. But also you have to learn that there's repercussions for being yourself because like, I'm someone who is always like dressed and weird and stuff yeah. and like you have to quickly like make a decision like is it worth yeah. this kind of backlash social backlash i'm gonna get like in mm. my opinion it, it in my experience it was worth yeah. it but like everyone's not yeah the doesn't have that in them place. yeah my kid wanted a bandana on his head <laughs> and you know it's like a little whatever it was my wife's thing i was like it was a teal whatever go ahead dude yeah let's go when we went to home depot i don't give a fuck if you don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. Right. That's Did your kind new of- wife talk about that out before he Max uh, was either born or grew up to to be making his decisions like that? You know or you what? just both naturally did it. We're just both naturally. That's fucking great. We're both naturally cool with whatever he wants to do because um, we just don't care. 
because he's he a should, good yeah. he's just a good person that's all we only thing we want to raise is a, a a good person with good values i'm so glad that's you have it. a son and you're gonna bring him but he's gonna go into the world and be not well, a piece the, of shit this he's is the thing be- i say though it's like okay guys have a fucking you have this boy right don't talk to me my cake is baked Okay, <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Let's go raise these kids with values. Yeah. And let's go raise them with fucking creativity, and let's go raise them to be good human beings. Because my cake's baked. The people after me, they're done. That yeah. that bread is old. Mm-hmm. You you're trying to go. Don't change this guy. Let's change these little kids. Yeah. Because that's who you're that, truly gonna it, cause change in the world. It's gonna go by like that. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be the next motherfuckers. I remember we were on my podcast the other day, and I think it was Lou saying the N word or something like that. And then he asked Gabby, "Have you ever said the N word?" She goes, "No." I was like, "That's awesome." Yeah. Like to never have said the N word, it like it's not even in your con. It's like right. that is a fucking cool place. These to be. newer generations of people are being more respectful of everybody. Being re- nice. now, there's a fine line because we don't want to be a bunch of fucking pussies, pussies yeah. either. Right. Like I bring my kid on the roof. I let my kid use power tools. Like when we build- I bring my kid on the roof. Well, hey, Max, I'll, go on the roof. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Run around a little. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> With this power tool. <laughs> it sounds a little fucking crazy. A little but bit, listen, but whatever. Because, I trust you. I'll tell you why. Because what happened with my generation, we grew up with depression because we were abused mentally and no one talked about it and nobody talked about it. So we were depressed and fucked up. What happened with the generation after me, they grew up with anxiety because they were so protected. Mm-hmm. They were so hidden from all the dangers of the fucking world mm-hmm. that these kids that are coming up now have anxiety issues because they're afraid of everything mm-hmm. because they didn't have fear in their life. Being being on well, the reason why I bring my kid up on the he says I want to go up. Okay, buddy. Let's go up. And I may, of course safely me and my wife put him on the roof. And now you, okay if you go to the edge and you fall, you'll get really hurt. He knows that. Yeah. When he uses a power tool, this is not a toy. This is a real, this is how you, you have you respect to respect it. You respect it. You're not afraid of it. He's not afraid of going on a roof. He's not afraid of building something. He's not afraid of the noise. He knows how to use it. The difference between a toy and he doesn't have that anxiety that like I have a friend of mine's kid wants to just be same age, same week. Mm. Oh, Won't wow. do shit because they he's coddled and protected. Yeah. So you don't want to you want to you want to let them you want to give them as much love as you can. And and you want to especially kids like I got fucking violently angry when Tom Brady kissed his son and everybody was like, what the fuck was that? I was like, did he kiss him on the lips? They kissed him on the lips. Aww. And it was a little long. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, let's stop. Like, I didn't see the video. I didn't see it. Was there tongue? I mean, well, I mean, listen. <laughs> here's the problem. The camera cut away. I don't I, know. Like, when I first saw it, I made a video. I was like, fuck you. I'll fucking kiss my son every day on the lips. Because I do. Right. I kiss him on the lips. It, I hug him. I hold him. Yeah. All as God, much as he needs. God, he's so emotionally stable. But Tom wow. Brady did it. And there were all these men were like, what the fuck? And I, I immediately lashed out against that. You Good. Know I mean? right. But... And then I watched the video. I was like, all right, maybe it was a little. <laughs> I mean, he was shirtless getting a massage. 
and his there was lube. <laughs> there was a little. The scenario was a little uh, off. They had boners. It was well, weird. But yeah. Not there. Uh, <laughs> but he, the kid, the kid gave him a kid. He came in, gave him a kiss, and he's like, "That, that was it." Like gave him like a little kiss. He goes, "That's that wasn't it. That was not good enough." And he gave him another kiss, and it was a little. I mean, it was a little long. But <laughs> how old is, was his how kid? How old was that kid? Uh, he was twenty-seven. <laughs> but the thing, no, he was like ten. Okay. I think he was eight. He might be eight. Oh, he was proud of his dad. Look, for man, one of the fucking- I can't fucking tell you enough. As a as a man, if you have a little boy, you have the total uh, option to raise him uh, to be a good person. That's the <sighs> only everything else is not up to you. Mm-hmm. You should He's, do a TED talk. He is going well. <laughs> it's really helpful. It's nice to see have somebody like you who seem the seemingly like tough. You're a manly man, yeah. but the, the fact that you you understand that and know that and appreciate that and put that at the forefront of your relationship with your son is like. But I makes had, me have faith in the world. I had to be. I, but here's the thing, though, is I had I was I had to be a piece of shit. Yeah, I did a lot of fucked up things towards women. And I did a lot of fucked up things. I had women do a lot of fucked up things to me mm-hmm. too. And then there was a point where this woman that I had, that I was given the opportunity to be with my wife now, um, where it was all going to go away. And a lot of my friends were like, fuck it. Let it go. You're Bobby, you're a piece of shit. Just be you, dude. Stop trying to be... So just let to her go. With her. Let her go and let her be happy. Yeah. One person, Colin Quinn, said you could try to change, spend the next year or so trying to change who you are, and if it doesn't work, you can let her go then and just if 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 you can't do it then you're a piece of shit and blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh but at least you won't regret. True. He goes, if you don't try, you'll always regret it. And and he was right. Because I went to therapy. And it's been a rough road for the last 10 years. Went to therapy uh, and still going. And and, and uh, we, I think right now, man, it's weird because you spend your whole life trying to be famous. You spend your whole young life trying to get uh, that approval, that thing. And then when you get it, you just want to hold on to it until it dies because you're just so afraid of going back to what it was. But then there's a point in your life where you have the opportunity to make a life. Uh, and, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, the, the, just the good feeling of having people who care about you in your life is enough. You know, my, I have a life Ooh. now outside of this. Yeah, comedy is not me anymore. Mm-hmm. This business is not me, and 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 now I have this. When I go home, I my wife, we still fight. We still are different people. I still fuck up. She still fucks up. But this little kid with this family, yeah, and it's a it's a I made something. I fucking made something finally. I was a fucking hunk of garbage. You also made Torgasm. 
That's pretty great. I can't get over that. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing I can do about that, man. That was, it was one good. of those. It was good. That was like juvie was... hall. <laughs> but, but, Tori but... has some... <laughs> oh, that, That's always gonna come up. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, there's so many. But I can write a book. But don't about you that. think though that um, what? but because when you decided that Max is five, so when he, before right before he was born, when you guys decided you wanted to have a kid, was that when you felt that your priority switched? Nope. No. When did you feel that? It's it, it, we never wanted kids. Really? No, we God fucking, damn, you guys seem like such great parents. We never wanted a fucking kid. We used to see parents in, in, at airports Ugh. and a, like we used to go to Aruba a lot, and that we'd always be some parent trying to talk to us, and we would lie to him and be like, "Where are you guys staying?" We'd be like, "Flip flop in." <laughs> <laughs> Get away the from the fuck out of here. You're not one of them. We stayed. We used, stay, we used to stay at a boutique hotel in Aruba. No no kids. Yeah. We those to, kidless hotels are pretty sweet. I got to say. No kids allowed. It. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I'm I'm happy we did that, too, because I was in shape. Uh, she, We were both in shape. <laughs> and we both we both got to enjoy each other. Oh, man. Like at our prime. <laughs> That's great, though. Compliments. But see, your well, relationship with well, her has it, really you enjoyed every stage. Well, because I feel like, look, at some point, physically, you just. You're going to deteriorate. You and you don't give it. You stop giving a shit, right? Well, I, I, it's weird because I don't know if this makes sense, but there are girls who are pretty and get less pretty, like gorgeous when they're young in the twenty, And then when they hit their forties, it just all goes away. But then there's girls that are pretty and when they're young, but then around 38, 40 and the older they get, they just become just these beautiful women. Yeah. My wife was one of those people. Wow. Mm. So my wife in her twenties was a really good looking girl. Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. Like I didn't have to worry about my friends wanting to fuck her. Right. Because she was good looking, but it wasn't like Norton was going to be like, yeah, you see Bob's Climbing wife? up that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God. But now, oh, Lord. my wife is be, is like, I look at her and I fucking cry. I'm like, what? Oh, I'm like, really? what the fuck? But I feel bad for her because <laughs> I was one of the, I was. <laughs> yeah, men usually age well. Right, exactly. I think you no. age. I think wah, you're a good looking guy. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. I need to lose weight. Here's the problem. With my, yeah, but you're a good-looking guy. I'm a good-looking guy. And good you have great guy. personality. Someone I, told me you were really hot when you were young, and that um, made me feel uncomfortable. I, like, I, I was like, a, like, they were like, he was like a kid model. And I was like, how do you know this? Really? I have. I can see. I can tell. But I have it's photos. Just, it's just a weird thing to know. It was, it was, because there's photos. It's it's almost sad how good-looking I was. Oh, really? Like my, and my wife, she met me then. She met me at my, like, my fucking peak. Yeah. And as physical, like... And now I want to, I'm really. Intellectually, you're But right, now she peak. knows you're not going to leave, so that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> oh, right? Like, I mean. Uh, she's still on her toes a little bit. I think you should keep each other. You go on the road a lot. <laughs> I think, I think you, yeah. I mean, she keeps. You know a lot on, of hot girls who need gum, so. <laughs> I still, I still get mad. Like if I see her with yoga pants on, I'm like, who the fuck are you? Where were Try you? Try to impress. Fuck, where you? Maybe she was at maybe yoga. She's, maybe she's <laughs> wagging that ass for you. Uh, well, I Probably mean. Probably not, but. I think. <laughs> It's weird though when you have a kid. It's it's it, you can't having a kid is like 
they're always there. You can't not <laughs> be around the thing them. With kids. Yeah, it's like you can't fuck the well, way. Well, I was you used gonna to say, fuck. did yeah. your sex life? I would imagine your sex life changed. How is it now? Well, do you have? Do you have to schedule it? A lot of people I know with kids have to schedule it, but it, that's a. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. It's it's so you weird. You look forward to it. Well, it's weird. Right now, we're actually not having sex. Mm-hmm. Like a, by choice. Right, right now, we're literally just. They mad at each other? Okay, no. Oh, okay. No, here's the deal. Okay, you wake up. She, we both wake up at seven thirty oh. in the morning because uh-huh. pretty much she wake, kid. yeah. wakes up seven thirty, and she goes all day. She does not let him nap because if he naps, he'll stay up all night. Yeah. Blah, blah. So she's very structured with him. That's great. So she goes all day. I'll usually have to go do shows or or or, or I'll have to go in the city or do something right. And uh, around we all, if I'm home, we'll all sit on the couch and watch a movie. Around eight o'clock, and he goes to sleep, and she'll go, you know, in the bed, put him in there, and she's gone. She's she go, out. Where'd she go? She goes to bed. Sleep. Oh, because she's been. Oh, she's been up with him this whole all time. All fucking day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for us, and now, yeah. okay. One time we tried to fuck around. She, he went to bed. We went in the room. He was asleep. She's probably tired. But it's like but... having a little demon in the house because he's in the bed, <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden he could wake up. You know, I'm I'm trying to finger blaster, and he's at the end of the bed going, "Dad, <laughs> what are you doing?" To you don't mom? lock your do- you don't lock your Stop door. Stop hurting mom. We don't have locks oh. on the bedroom door. No, we don't. Oh. It's Damn. century contemporary. They didn't lock things back then. <laughs> See, that's the main thing you need is a lock on your door. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing though. If he started knocking on the door, I'd have to get up. Of course. And what if something was in his throat, and I had to like put my fingers <laughs> in? I don't, you, I just, I don't want to fucking. You're concerned about putting your fresh, freshly <laughs> yeah. dipped in pussy hands down yeah. your son's throat if he's accidentally. Yeah, that's joking. where he came from. I mean, he's fine. <laughs> you know. It's. it's and it's, now, how old's your uh, wife? Is she your age? She's around sixty. <laughs> yeah, I married an old broad. How old I was really she? When, how old was she? When, how old was I like, she? I like pussies to look like the Max. end of an elephant nose. Oh, that's no. nice. Oh, it's so nice. How um, old was she when she had Max? Because you were 42 then. So now how old is she? Minus five. Yeah, yeah. I know. She, she, <laughs> hasn't, she hasn't told me her age in a long time. Oh, oh. see, so forgot. She, no, she really won't. She's like, I, just don't worry about my you age. You haven't seen like her documents or anything? Like, so you know the her year? Documents. You can do the I math? Think was, I think she was 39. Okay. 39. Okay. So, but here's the thing oh, is that she see, couldn't have great... it. She couldn't have it for a year and a half. We had a hard time. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I want to hear a fucked up story. Yeah, of, of course I do. It. So... <laughs> So we're, we made this decision. At some point, I said to her, I go, do you want not? You understand? I've been a selfish cocksucker my whole life. Just a piece of shit. And in the last whatever years, I decided to have a relationship with a woman. But I really, I got to try. I got to really try to do this. And I, you know, I just, all the shit I was taught wrong, all the fucked up addiction, all this bullshit. I, it's like a constant battle all day long. Really? To be with this woman and try to do it. And she's helping me with it and she understands me. And, you know, we're working on it together. And then, and then there's a point where I was like, Do you want to have a kid? She's like, Yeah. I'm like, You do? She's oh. like, Yeah, I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, Me too. I'm like, Why? We <laughs> fucking hate fucking people. <laughs> Not the kids. We just don't like the parents. Yeah. We don't like, I love kids. I don't like fucking the parents. Those fucking The parents should worry drools. too much and protect their kid and you see it and you're uh, like, that kid's going to be so fucked up. Oh, uh, just the depressing. fucking what? So anyways, we're going to do this and that. And just not unshitty parents, you know, and the, the dad's on the phone and the 
why? And the wife's like, honey, what, what, what? You know, that, I hate that. We just fucking hate those people. And she was like, I do. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's fuck, let's fuck for realsy. Like, <laughs> yeah. for, for a guy, you have to understand to come in a woman for the first time and On not purpose. be scared to just let all your jizz go in Best a vagina. Best orgasm of your life. It, it was just like, I yeah, I actually got to come almost like a woman. I didn't have to go, dip, 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 get off. You know what I mean? Like, I got to go, There's oh, no sputtering. fuck me, and <laughs> just leave it. Yeah. And be like, wow. I mean, you could also do that on the birth control pill. You st- I still freak me out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah because okay. there's that one. Oh, I know, God. Yeah. And w- I don't know, like with my wife, I could, but with a, like growing up, right. it's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. All right, you're on birth control. Fuck, I don't want to fucking deal with that. <laughs> so we fucked for so long. She got pregnant. I fucked up and told people she had a miscarriage. Mm. Uh, How long are you supposed to wait? supposed to wait I think. three months three months yeah three months and we didn't and we fucked up and we learned the hard way so i'll I, i'll never have that <gasps> how I'm was pregnant. how how did that yeah feel fucking sucks. a lot of people have written us about miscarriages and then we did research and it's so common as soon it's as the most common fucking yeah. it's so, still like devastating though like i've like i been with someone like as they went through it and it was Aww. just like it is not good it's it look it's it's it is good <clears throat> physically because it means that it wasn't going to happen so it said your, her body was like, no, I need to let go of this. It actually, if you look at it unselfishly mm. and realistically, you bought, her body was like, I, this isn't going to work, guys. I'm going to let this go. Try again. And the next time it will probably be better. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So after we kind of heard that it was common and it happens and it's her body responding and it's, you know, okay, cool, great. Let's do it again. Nothing, 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 nothing for a long time. To the point, I had to go get my jizz checked, and she got checked, and we're fine, and then fucked, 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 scheduling fucking, and it was just so fuck. Schedule fucking is the worst. Yeah, and then because you had to schedule around her ovulation and stuff. Yeah, right? schedule around, and yeah. then you fuck, and then you hold. Feels her like her a legs conjugal up. visit. Yeah, yeah. You hold her legs up in the air. It's kind of hot. I like those. <laughs> I, was, I was one of those. Have you had? Did you have them in prison at? No, but at that, thirteen at or whatever. <laughs> That's a good role play. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, right. <laughs> Inmate number five, five, five. <laughs> you just make that loft a, a little cell. <laughs> so, I might. So no, we we uh, so this is fucked up, and you may believe this, you may not, but it's absolutely fucking true. I do not believe in this stuff, but it happened. I'm not that guy. So we decide. I go. Can we just fuck and just fuck and just see what happens and if we don't have a baby hun it's just us maybe we'll adopt maybe whatever but if we do we do if we don't we don't so we're fucking after we talked about this and uh i remember i was coming and as i was coming i just started going oh booger there booger there and she started cracking up she's like what the fuck are you doing i'm like how about the She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, I go, I think laughter will open up your vagina glands. And and she's like, what? I was just trying to make her laugh at the point of me like coming. Relaxing. Just let's, who gives a fuck? Let's go back to being us. She got pregnant. So we're lying there. This is, this is fucked up. Wait. Oh my God. So we're lying there. We go to sleep. Um, I wake up. Her mother 
is holding her, spooning her, rubbing her stomach. And that I'm like, night? How'd your mom, how'd her mom get in the bedroom? Ready? No <laughs> locks. This is a problem. It's like a porno spot. <laughs> century contemporary. <laughs> 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 no, it was, it was actually a Hell's Kitchen apartment. But a uh, um, lot of locks. Um, <laughs> rubbing her belly. And I looked over at her. And as soon as I looked over at her, now I'm awake. And she looks it back at me, angry, like, fuck you. Like, back off. I, I'm doing this. And I, I literally turned around and was like, oh, my God. And just shut my eyes and went back to sleep. Her mother's been dead for two years at this point. Uh. Oh, so it wasn't a dream. It was a, the ghost of her mom. Her mom was dead. So you saw a ghost. I'm not fucking I kidding. believe you. I called. Listen, I called up Colin Quinn the next day. Uh-huh. I, I go, dude, this happened last night. And he's like, she's probably pregnant. And that was when she got pregnant that night. Did she wow. remember anything in the she night? Did she have a dream? Did she, she have sleeping. sleeping? Holy shit! Sleeping. It fuck. I'm not a ghost guy. I'm not. I've never had the ghost. Thing. The non ghost guys are always the ones who see the ghosts. Now it could be. It could be. I mean, it could be just you know. I was sleeping. Blah blah blah. And it's. I don't know. But I was up. Either I way, woke the fuck up. Even if you had a dream about it, that's still fucking. I mean, it's still nuts. like a vision. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow, like crazy. And she was pissed at me. Like you can't get it done, you small dick motherfucker. Oh, you know what I mean, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> but you did. Her. I gotta put ghost juice on her belly so <laughs> the fucking stupid old jizz will work. Wow, <laughs> damn. Wow. And then when she had the baby, we had to wait and blah blah blah. And then, uh, but here's what happens when you become a parent. You have, you just go. And, and who you are as a person takes over. Now, if you're trying to evolve, if you're trying to be a good person, I'm not saying you are. I'm saying trying. I don't think anybody's a good person. I, I don't think anybody's good. I think we're all fucking bad. But there's people who live in the bad and accept the bad and stay in the bad and don't even acknowledge that. And there's people who are trying to evolve. Mm -hmm. Out of it, mm -hmm. I think we're all flawed at all times. Well, the motto on the, this podcast is "We're all pieces of shit." That's the the podcast motto. Yeah, right. Okay, I then we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so it's parenting is just you, you trying. Yeah, that's it. It's just you trying. But did it come naturally to you? It comes naturally to me and her because we fucking love each other. And we know what happened to us. And we knew what not to do. Now, we did research. We read, blah, blah, blah. I was like, look, I don't, I don't want to I don't want to yell. I don't want to scream. Now, look, I still flip That's out. That's great to talk about before the kid comes. Well, you have to. Yeah. It's like, what do we want to do? Like, yeah, I, I guess you have to. Yeah. I, don't want, I hope all couples have that conversation. I, I guess they do. I want my kid to have everything he wants, but I want him to earn it. Yeah. So if my kid wants a zip line. All right, that's two weeks, good Yard reports work, from yeah. school. I know people that just give their kids shit. You know what I mean? Because they never had it and they just want to do, they just want to. Yeah, I mean, look, my, we fuck up. My wife, all right, Toys R Us is going out of business. <laughs> she went to Toys R Us the other day, came back with fucking 10 things, and he gave them all to him. And I went, are you out of your fuck? Do you know that 10 Born things, but how, how much shit we could get him, teach him with that? Stuff. Yeah, yeah. But every now and again, it's okay to have like a jackpot. Not that's a karaoke machine. <laughs> well, that's that's bad for you. That's a, yeah, that's terrible. That's, that's, that's awesome. Oh, oh I was like, if I my five year old was singing karaoke, oh. I would hang myself. I, I thought, <laughs> listen to me, I'm fucking with you 100 percent until. But you take over and you sing and, it. It's fucking. You put a journey song on. 
We, oh my we, god you seem like you're from jersey oh uh, i'm I, total so, trash i'm from jersey <laughs> we sang we did karaoke we me and max were in the bedroom that i just heard my wife on the karaoke machine by herself <laughs> singing uh what's that sunny and share song i got you babe i got you oh. she's, I, I got you babe oh that's fun yeah and we and we ran the fuck out and we you know listen uh, you know, I don't want to say this. I look at this is what bothers me about all this stuff going on with men. It's like there are guys out there who are sexual predators. There are guys who are out there who are should be thrown in jail. There are guys out there who should be exposed. Um, but as human beings, men and women, I think that this 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 evolution of where we're going is happening now. And I think where we were ten years ago, fifteen years ago. 20 years ago, the way I was raised to with women, the way I was brought up sexually, my movies were stick your dick through a hole of a girl's shower and a, some some will grab it and it's okay. My movie was a girl getting out of a pool topless and the guy's jerking off in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last American Virgin, Porky's. This, mm-hmm. th- this was socially acceptable. This is what we were taught. So when you have a bunch of guys acting that way in their late 20s it's like well wait a minute we spent their whole childhoods not talking about sex not telling what was right or wrong not educating them and then everything they saw on tv was titties pussy get your dick sucked uh fuck chicks and you know Mm -hmm. and don't don't show your feelings don't cry don't cry don't don't be gay don't be this yeah and then and then we're sitting there holding these people accountable it's like no, we 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 what we have to do is go to these little guys right now. Yeah, I mean that's going to be the real change. Hold these parents accountable. Do you think adults can change? Yes, you can change, but even me, it's hard. You know, I, I still watch horrid porn that I, I mean, don't want to watch. I don't. There's you don't want to watch it. Look, sometimes because but that's why it's good that you can watch it in the porn. Here's what it does: it desensitizes me to my wife's titties. Ah, okay. There's a book called the the uh, the Kosha Sutra. Mm-hmm. A rabbi wrote it, and it's about t- don't take shits in front of each other. I agree. Yeah. Don't don't don't. I love walk, I love this rabbi. Don't <laughs> walk around, don't walk around topless around your husband. Have a shirt on, so when he sees your tits, he's not desensitized to your tits. Yeah, because if he sees your body all the time, if you just taking a shit and you're going pee naked and mm-hmm. you're in front of each like you de- you just desense you can oh, watch yeah. if the- I had to watch a guy's floppy dick all the time walking around the house I'd be like yeah. ugh who cares yeah it's like certain things like that so like porn with me uh, you know I'm an I'm an addict I yeah. fucking I have to I'll sit there and edge for three hours until oh, yeah. I find the right acting you know what I mean? The acting does say I was watching porn last night and like I was like this acting is too is too bad. I I can't even get into yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I really agree with you. Cry. She was like, "Oh, we're shooting a porn." I was like, "Come <laughs> on. Shut the fuck up, bitch. You know why you're Come there." Come on. I hate it. It may, yeah, it took me out of it. I need I need a build up. Yeah. I need to like, "Hey, can you help me with this sink?" Oh, you going to just get, you know, some knowledge. Oh, you need just a flange. A flange. <laughs> you want me to show you what about. that is? Want to see my flange? <laughs> and then you know something happened. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I, what I'm saying though is that we're still fucked up. Like all this stuff happening, like like even with like Louis. I, I was curious what your thoughts are on that because he's your friend, right? Well, I'm friends. Or with you, them, you actually at least came up with that same. Even if I wasn't, even if I wasn't friends with him, 
I would have to say, listen, we have. There's a difference between these. The fact that a guy who's, who 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 maybe has doesn't know how to talk to a girl, doesn't know how to go. Hey, what's up? You want to go on a date? Did you have a good time? All right, I'll see you again. You know, blah blah. blah. You know, and then th- there is a progression of sex. There's first base, second base, third base, home play for a reason. You know what I mean? Some guys have their own way of doing it. Like, hey, can I if the I jerk off? In front of you? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or yes, but no. There's, 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 this is a guy, this has happened 15 years ago. We're holding it accountable to our, where we're at today. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, think it's good that we're talking about it. I don't think things should happen. Like when his fucking specials got taken off HBO, I'm like, are you fucking, yeah. you're, 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 the punishment is so, but here's a don't, guy, you don't treat no. him like he's fucking Cosby. But here's the guy, exactly. But here's a guy who, who I never met a guy in this business who put women in power more than this guy. I mean, yeah. the head of his company was a woman mm-hmm. that never happens. Pam. Pamela. Oh, her own champion show. for Pamela. Tig. Yeah, yeah. Own show. Yeah. I mean, look at the baskets. But I, but I wish we a could talk about it though. Woman. A, yeah. A, a Louis Anderson. A get, I mean, you can't. You can go on and on about all the women comics that he put on his show uh, that wouldn't get work. That Hollywood wouldn't fucking hire yep. because of the way they look. Judy Gold was so amazing. Yeah. I mean, fucking amazing. She's incredible. incredible. Yeah. She should be on TV all the fucking time in my eyes. And, and Lynn and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all these people, but Rick Chrome and all of us. Mm. Just, a, I mean, and they and he's gone and they took him out like he was. And then. You and got, I wish that, because of that, I yeah. feel like people are, then it's like, okay, if something bad happened to you, now you know, oh, this guy's going to get every fucking thing taken away. That's not what I want to happen. Well, no, yeah. I don't think anybody's jumping up and down saying, Louis deserves everything taken away because like that damages shit so much worse. Yeah. You also have to be I mean, careful though. Keith, if you're doing that, you, me and Keith should be out of the business. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and and but I love the women in power thing, but sometimes like yeah, like there's like people like Eric Schneiderman who like well, will fight for women's rights like oh, so much like in the in front of the camera that's and, for sure. and then behind closed doors. So sometimes I feel like it is used as a decoy. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the the yeah. situation with Louis, and I also yeah. don't think like I I want live in a world where someone can ask me if they want to if they can jerk off in front of me and then yeah. I can say, say no. no and then they don't do it yes yeah but like I think you should be able to ask I but really do you should be able to ask because I like but kink why, but, and then right. but then you put the power thing into play but it's like I mean I don't know I, well, wh- I, I why is jerking off bad too why did that become perverted so it's like that's I mean, it like looks gnarly, but if you like it, then it's great. Look, well, you, I think it was because it was people in the business. I think if it wasn't like comic on comic, I think maybe it would have been different. I love watching guys jerk off, but it's like I gotta want to. But fuck like, them. also, if I was in the you green I mean? room and the headliner came in and said, "Can I jerk off in front of you?" Like, like that uh, would probably be inappropriate. I would be exactly. Like if I was opening for you and you were like, "Hey, Corinne, can I jerk off?" Because then I like, put oh, me, puts on. me in a weird position because you're ahead of me in comedy right. and I want to. Do the show And I want us all Have a good time By the way But I don't want that to happen If you ever do open for me And I don't say that to you I'm not not funny I'm not a funny human being The first thing's out of my mouth Hey can I drink a funny No but thank you for asking (laughs) Okay cool See you in a little bit Have a good set Uh, (laughs) 
I, <laughs> yeah, because I think some of the shit, like the mm. the repercussion being f- worse than the than the crime and the, than the action, it's it's like it's dividing people more. And yeah, I don't we have like to that. know the difference between what was bad and what's okay, what's acceptable. Yeah. And 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 he still it blows me away that like all the women I talk to talk like you guys. Yeah, and. I there mean, needs to be that force. Are you only talking to female comics, though? No, my oh, okay. mother, my mother, okay. my, oh, good. All, my, all the women. Listen, this is another thing, too, I have to say. Like, I hear, like, strong women, strong women, strong women. Yeah. I've never met a woman that's not, I don't have any. Yeah, you're kind of forced to be strong. I don't have check. any women in my life. I've never really met a non-strong. I don't know what that fucking means. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I don't know a woman that's not strong. Tough, yeah. Every single woman in my life is a strong woman. My wife's mother, God rest soul, my wife, my mother, my aunts, my sister, mm-hmm. my grandmother. I mean, these are all epic people in my life. I've never met that. And and when they say to me, what happened to him is ridiculous. My mother's like, do you know how many dicks I saw that I didn't want to see? Yeah. It's like... Uh, what does that mean? That's a different generation. It That's is, a different yeah. thing where it's like, look, sexually, you're going to make mistakes. Sexually, you're going to pull your dick out at the wrong. Look at, I met my wife. If we were going by, if we were going by rules today, I wouldn't be married. Hmm. I, I remember I, I used to have a joke in my act about it. My, my wife blew me on a rock for an ice cream on our first date. I remember I pulled, I pulled my dick out and she was like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. She's like, <laughs> just holding my dick. You want to games? I'm literally on a rock. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Why are you doing?" And we started kissing. She's like, "She's like, put it away." I'm like, "Come on." But the vibes were there. I mean, there's a di- you know, there's there, a difference. There I, is. I, I think we just want to live in a world where like we don't maybe see so many dicks without wanting to. Like that's just progress. Just ask. You know, I would just love like yes. like I would love to have an, a dick like not press up against me on the subway. Like that would be a uh, great day. That's lo- terrible. See, that's and what, that does happen. That's what a lot. your dreams are. My your your nightmares are my, <laughs> my dreams. dreams. Oh, I'd love a nice you want a Dominican dip? uncut dick. Yeah. On my butt. Like I, yeah. I I took a trip with a uh, with a real big name comic when I was a nobody, and we went up to a festival he was on. It was just him and I. I thought it was gonna be a lot more people, and he yeah. he took out his laptop and started playing porn. And I and I looked at him. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah. uh, it's porn. I'm like. No, and he's like, okay, and he put it away. Like there we go, and I wasn't mad. But okay. I, didn't I tried. Was, I didn't think try. that was weird. <laughs> I didn't think the, that was weird. He tried, yeah. and then he said, "Were you okay. sharing a room?" Uh, I was going home that night on a right. bus after his show, so, yeah. but he had a hotel room. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, did you, you literally just think he was taking you as like a fun comedy trip? <laughs> I also it am naive. all the time to her. It's I amazing. I blue balled so many fucking comics. I've had to come and now save I'm single, her so. from like named comics. Todd like, Berry. <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, I literally so had bad. to go. Todd Berry hates me because I had to go and cock block him at a bar bad. downtown. Because Christina was like, I thought we were just going to talk about comedy. I was like 22. I was like, for the love of God. I know. I, I think his comics, I'm though. getting wiser. <laughs> comics are pieces of shit. I know, and I like that. We're, we're, I, right? So it's almost like. For Louis to do that to a comic, <laughs> and it was funny, and they made fun of it, the two girls, and everybody says they were joking about it the next day, and for 15 years later for this to happen, it's like, guys, <sighs> I just, I wish the same force that brought that tide up could come back up one more time and leave Louis on the beach. Mm. Just bring, just all that power, all that wow power that came in and, and, and took him out along with a, a bunch of shit would just come back and go, hey, 
let's put him back up on the beach. Let, let I, him go back. I just, I wish, I wish that we could have, uh, in the, when everyone's getting out for all this terrible things, yeah. like a lot of people are getting out for things that are terrible that they yeah. should be in jail for, but it's like, it would be nice if we could have, it, okay, they brought it back up again. Yeah. Cool, let's talk about it. But let's also talk about the seriousness with which this should actually be treated. And then be, yeah. and then move on. And then not take his specials down. And then but still you, go see him at MSG. Yes. And like, well, there's no enjoy, levels now. People and just enjoy wanted, his comedy. People just wanted like bring people down. Because like even like, you know, the Amy Schumer interrupting thing. Like I got pissed about that. But like I don't want to, my goal is not like let's bring Amy Schumer down. Yeah. That Michael that Blackson was on TMZ yeah. call, calling her fat. And I'm like, this is not. Right. This yeah. is that's, not. But this is a line. Can I now? say something? That's the shitting. only reason why people talk about it, right, is because mm-hmm. they want they get to say, "Oh, we get to attach Amy Schumer's name to our show, right, or our oh, thing." Yeah, and it's like, oh, why the fuck is comics? You get bumped. You get bumped, no, and it never I mean, feels good. It, it, it wasn't never gotten bumped. bumped in the middle of the it set. It was in the middle. I was there. In it was, the middle it of was, the set. It was I, bad. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know that yes. happened because I never heard of that. I've literally been at the cellar. I literally went, hey, how you guys doing? And the guy, the manager came. literally rapping, oh. get the fuck off. And I'm like, I didn't even. Yeah, right, but the get- comic didn't come in the room and go, hey, Bobby. What if it was Chappelle? Me. What if it was Chappelle? But Chappelle though? asked us. Do that, Chappelle, we gave Chappelle our Thursday night at the Comedy Works. He, but he asked. He Wait, called Louis the literally and asked. Like Louis, like Louis Look, waited it, for three comics to hey, go. I, it's I, just I, a comedy I, crossing the line. Well, to well, me. There is that. Who I said it yesterday? I think it was uh, Big J. There is that when the, you know, it sucks when you're on a list and the comic, the headline, that big name comes in like Chappelle yeah. and goes, uh, no, not Norton, not, no, not Lynn. Uh, yeah, that guy, Bob, what's Kelly? Yeah, I'll go up before him. Like, oh, <laughs> like they go yeah. through that list and they go, uh, who will I, <laughs> who eh, will I fuck up? Fuck him. Uh, right there. I want to go right there. When you have that guy, yeah. I always love when a comic comes in and they go right after me. So I'm like, oh, I'm good yeah, with this. Yeah, you're but safe. Look, getting bump sucks. What Amy, you got to understand too, the circumstances that she's in, right? You have to say to yourself, SNL, panicking, anxiety, having to do this new set. I got to go right now. Caroline's just right down the street. Yeah, but like her publicist is calling Brendan like just re- or, it's and, stupid. But it's like it's just uh, it's I get it, but it's just like a selfish panic. Like I understand. Yeah, but that should be dealt with between us, not uh, TMZ. Comments. Well, TMZ. Yeah. Oh, TMZ we, picked it up weeks later. Yeah, they we, were very late to it. We should be sitting <laughs> there talking about it with us. Mm-hmm. We kind of we police our own. We do our oh, own. Oh, for thing. sure, and that definitely happened at Caroline's. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like we do our own thing. For, for for every fucking podcast in the world, we're all sitting there going, and for and if to go where she's fat, it's like, dude, oh, that's so. Oh, well, that was just like, I, but I was like, also, I'm like that. You just ruined the entire argument because now you made it about something that it's not. But it, but it doesn't it seem <laughs> like to me it always evolves into that. It's like this, just this, this grossness. Fuck, it's a weird thing. Like we it's want a cheap shot. I mean, it's yeah. It's just yeah. I don't know. It's a weird thing what happened with her. And I look. I love Brendan. I love Amy. And you know. And I said to Brendan, I go, How do you feel? Yeah. I go. Hey, what should I do? How do you feel? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Then don't. Yeah. Who? Then why should we? Mm. If you don't give a fuck, and it's your thing, and you're cool with it. And you're happy your mom got to see somebody famous and you went up <laughs> after her and murdered and well, it's looked only like a help fucking him. rock yeah. star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking why the fuck? I got way more shit to worry about than fucking if Amy Schumer <laughs> comes in and bumps chubby little ginger Brendan Sagalow. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he's yeah. opening for me that night, which fucking that weekend. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, really? 
Yeah, I bring that little guy with me. I That's like great. He's really, great. He's, he's wonderful. fucking awesome. I really do like him a lot. He's, he's wonderful. He's very funny. He is very funny. I think funny. he took it. Okay, so where. I, you're wonderful. I was, this conversation was light years more. I've cried. I don't know if. Oh. You know. Um, <laughs> what, you have a podcast. Yes. What, what, I wanna, we want to see more of you and see you live, where listen to your we podcast. Find you? Well, you know, I just. I'm getting so far. I, my podcast is, you know what, dude, podcast. It's going on for a long time. It's pretty much what it's, it's evolved a million times over the last, I think, eight years or six years, whatever the fuck it is. Um, but now it's, it's, it's pretty much two people now. I just have a couple people on and it's just a comic. I mean, there's, I don't really, we go wherever the fuck it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I wanted to create just comics hanging out at the club. Yeah. And ha but I have everybody on. I don't really just have, I have everybody. I have non-famous people. I, if there's a comic that wants to come on, they can text me and I'll have them on. Um, I have famous people on. I have my friends, my contemporaries. I have people who are right underneath me. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's just, you know, it's a fun On podcast. iTunes and on YouTube, right? Because it's a it, video. It's on riotcast.com, Riot which is my network that I run with Rob Sprantz. But I just started a Patreon, Patreon slash Robert Kelly which I'm starting to do a lot more of because of the times we're in mm -hmm. and because of, I don't want people that aren't fans of mine to have as much free shit as I give them. <laughs> I feel like even yeah, the little you don't tweets, want them in the wrong hands. even the little videos and the stories and the stuff, it's like I'm working, I feel like five jobs plus yeah. stand up yeah. to keep a fan base that I don't, a lot of them, I have a hundred thousand people on Twitter. Damn. Maybe. Yeah. But that's nothing now yeah and guess, maybe yeah. thirty thousand of them are fans maybe maybe 20 are you know what i mean because if mm -hmm. i have, if you have a hundred thousand people you should be selling out every fucking show you do right mm. I, I, that's a hundred thousand yeah people. yeah 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 if you're if you're working clubs you should be fine but it's like you don't these people just follow people now and they yeah. don't even fuck it's not real but read. if if it's a podcast like you guys have you mm -hmm. know those are your fans mm -hmm. yeah these are your fuck because they have to work. And they know this. you. They have to download this and listen to they it. They have to listen to the, and our voice consistently listening 90 to minutes a week. Yeah, that's a fucking fan. I don't even do that. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Have you, do you, that's great. I absolutely that do great. not listen to this podcast. I do. I think it's great. No, never. Mm -hmm. I think we're so I've listened funny. to four episodes in so four charming. years. Fun. I love, listen to me, you two. <laughs> I fed you on my show. <laughs> and I love how different you two are. I don't know how you became friends. <laughs> it's, like, it's the odd couple. Yeah. And really, let me tell you We something. have the same sense Well, of you know humor, how though. you and your wife, like, you, the things you don't want to yeah, do, she it's, does. It's, it's so that. Funny. But you're, uh, but she's my wife and I'm you. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. offense. No, I mean, I'd rather be your wife. <laughs> <laughs> What's your website? Because you perform at the cellar a lot. I really do love at the beginning of this whole show. You were sitting there going, I love everything you do, Bobby. She stared at me like she was looking at a frog about to jump. Well, I don't I, I don't know you well enough to say that. <laughs> no, that's all right. Don't worry about it. I, I love it. She just stared at me like, mm-hmm. You got to earn her love. She, she you get mine automatically. She didn't, even, she didn't even go, I like your skin. <laughs> I like your skin. Yeah, yeah, nice I think you have great skin. You're fucking psychotic. I do. I have nice skin. You do yeah, have you nice do. skin, though. It's nice skin. That's you why do. we can tell you a good looking. You know, oh, really nice skin. Listen, great I, nose structure. I've always loved you guys. You guys have been fucking great, uh, and I'm I'm happy for your success too. You guys are killing Thanks. it. Thank you. Thank and you. And when you called me and said you want to be on, I was like, yeah, let's go sit in three hours of traffic. Yeah. Thanks for enduring you it. You did it. Thank it was, you. I think it was worth it. Uh, you guys are the best. Yeah. Just go to my Patreon and my website, RobertKellyLive.com, if you guys want to check me out. Perfect. This has been guys. We fucked the anti slut shaming podcast. I just got the hearing back in my left ear, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah.
Listeners, Ben and Jerry's has a new line of frozen novelties called Pint Slices, which are made up of huge chunks and swirls surrounded by Ben and Jerry's legendary ice cream, all enrobed in a chocolate coating. Have I had them? You bet I have! Available in seven iconic flavors, including the Tonight Dough, Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough, just a lot of dough, Cherry Garcia, and Americone Dream. See what they did there? One slice gives you all of Ben and Jerry's, plus their convenient, handheld, I'm not a piece of shit format, makes them a great on-the-go snack. It's Ben and Jerry's, any way you slice it. Find out where to buy or get them delivered if you're a real sack of shit at BenJerry.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.